0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to PSI Love You XOXO episode 26. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the pride of Long Island, Colin Moriarty. It's good to be here with you today. It's good to be here with you today,
1: Colin Moriarty.
0: How excited were you when you went into your room today and saw that I gave you like five new chamois I found? In I saw course? that. Yeah, that's
1: very great. Thank you. No I didn't know it did was a you. joke or I didn't... No, I, was, didn't I cleaned
0: know. up around here this weekend, I combined these office things I had, found a whole bunch of chamois. They're just sitting out there, not being used. And if one man loves a good shammy, it's called Moriarty.
1: I do. I love a good shammy. I think they're called microfiber cloths, but uh, they're not a shammy. I mean, we'll have to get a
0: ruling from the audience on that. Pretty sure if you go to wikipedia.com slash shammy, that's what pops up. Just a picture of that bad boy. It's a microfiber cloth. That may be the scientific name. It's kind of like, you know, cats are named felines,
1: but like you call them cats. That's a good point. <laughs> <Actually>. <laughs> but wait a minute. But what you're saying, oh, I see. Wait, okay. All right. Never mind. Okay. You got a no, scientific right, name. All right. All right. okay. It's like, you know, microfibrous, <laughs> clothicus.
0: Oh, you mean a chamois? <laughs> of course, the chamois. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, P.S. I love you, XOXO, is kindofunny.com's PlayStation podcast. It is the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet, and it comes to you each and every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. There's one big YouTube video over on YouTube.com slash KindOfFunnyGames, so go subscribe. And iTunes and podcast services around the world. Rate us on iTunes. It helps out. Con, did you play anything this weekend?
1: No, not really. I mean, I, I I, haven't played anything on console since we last spoke because we recorded the show on Sunday and then on Monday we went to Texas and then I was gone. I just got back like literally an hour ago from right. my, my own trip. So so no, but I did play on Vita. Uh, uh, you gave it a shout out, but I want to give it another special shout out, that, that game Foul Play. Oh, Foul Play, yeah. Uh, pretty cool pretty idea. Yeah. Game's n- pretty dynamic. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a really nice idea for a game. Uh, beat em up, size growing. Beat em up. Where you're, you're acting out pl- stage plays, right? Yeah. And there's a crowd, and you're trying to impress the crowd. Like they're basically your health meter. Yeah. Um. So you're doing combos and trying to kill things and like you're, you know beat them up in different ways. And I really like how, like the everything's acted out like when you kill an enemy or kill an enemy in quotes wherever he like if you pay attention he, like crawls off the stage. Yeah, yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. Like as if he's an actor. It's like really or like runs to the front and like kind of ducks down and runs off the stage. I think it's like really. It's a cute it's idea. It's a nice idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Those are the kind of Vita
1: games we need. Yeah, guy has a platinum and uh, um, a lot of in-game challenges that seem to be pretty tough and some leveling and so like that's pretty, yeah, so I mean that's that's basically it the yeah. last week, yeah. I
0: played a lot of Vita too, of course, we went to Rooster Teeth, shout out to Rooster Teeth for putting us on so many Let's Plays and shows, that was great, we've talked about that for a while already. Uh, played a lot of Vita stuff, played more of that volume, marching my way to that platinum and mm-hmm. volume. It's, it's a great game. It's a great game. I always thought it was going to go quicker than it went. You know what I mean? Like when we first got it, and when we first talking to Michael about it, he's like hundred levels. Go ahead. I know what you mean. Do you uh, still want me to do that? Yeah, or? I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Because for me, it's just something I don't even think about.
1: I know. I, I really didn't start, didn't start hearing it until I saw other people saying it. I yeah. think we've probably been saying it for years. Oh
0: yeah, of course. There's a lot of there's a lot of our things that are little ticks I don't think we noticed. Sure. Uh, but the, it's that's a meaty game. It's more meaty than I thought it was going to be. You yeah. Know, it it's got hundred levels. I'll it's. steam through that, and I'm still like, I think I just got to the 50s you know what i mean I'm like damn it's pretty substantive yeah love yeah.
1: it good stuff yeah i meant to get back to it i haven't because the trophies are broken so i kind of yeah. kind of slowed me down uh it's,
0: that's what happens when you leave a british person there to make something. yeah they don't know what the fuck they're doing over no, there
1: nothing and uh uh i hey. what else oh i downloaded hitman go but i i didn't uh, but i just yes. haven't gotten to it yet, it's, it's supposed to be it's platinum. supposed to be great so uh but i mean now i mean now all bets are off because we have the division and all this and, and are you you can speak about it but i guess you haven't really seen i'm an hour enough. into the division You have nothing to say about. really awesome opening You know what I mean? I'm glad I've stayed away. I know
0: what you mean. I've stayed away as long as I can, Colin. You know what I mean? I stayed away. I I didn't even watch the things. I didn't want to know anything about them. You know what I mean? (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) Only like the last one was real uh, or fake. Uh, But no, you're going to love this opening of this game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't expecting it to open the way it did because I thought it was going to open the way the beta had. And I played like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour of the beta. Sure. Enough. That's what I want. And so right now, I feel like I just got, you know, an hour in. Through the, f- the last mission that really felt like it was like, you know, lift off. You know what I mean? Sure. Now it's like we're going to move to the next part. We, Did I say it? Yeah. Oh. Now, damn it, I don't even realize it. That's fucking weird. I'm going to start thinking everywhere I say. No, it's, it's, it's with likes and ums. I mean, yeah, I it's, the same,
1: it's the same thing. I know what you mean. That's enough. Okay. Uh, I'm going to kind of a rock in a hard place with the division because I have my copy. Um... But I just uh, I'm I'm uh, inundated with media right Mm. now, and there are other things that just take precedent. Sure. Tonight after we record this, we're recording. It's like what it's like seven something. Yeah. Uh, my fault because my plane was also delayed. Yeah. uh, Getting got some
0: dynamite let's plays out of the way while you were gone, so don't worry.
1: Fantastic. Uh. So uh, I have to watch Down Abbey's last episode you have tonight. have to. I, I absolutely have to. It's an end of an era.
0: Oh, my governor.
1: And someone's going to spoil it for me, and I'm going to fucking kill someone if they spoil it Down Abbey for me. So I have to. I have to get that out, out there. Some old 75 year old vindictive <laughs> British bitch person
0: is going <laughs> to. I've get... heard you guys making fun of us yeah. with the oys a lot. Yeah. So
1: I just wanted to send you this little tweet. So I got to kind of get that over with. Um, sad to see it go. This sure. last season. But you love watching it leave. This last season not very good, and this is and this is really? not very good at all. And this is this is it's just nonsense. A lot of it, I don't understand what the fuck's going on with half these arcs or why they're even in the okay. show at all. It's oh. weird how yeah. bad it is actually. So I hope that this this like kind of brings it all back. I won't do, spoil Down Abby, one of the beloved shows in the world, of course. For any, it jumps thirty years in the future, right? I hear the last episode nineteen eighty five. Very weird. Um and then uh House of Cards, which, you know, so I gotta get that out of the way. So yeah. that's gonna take some time. Then uh Aaron's gonna be here this weekend. So I don't know like when I'm gonna when play the division. the division. It yeah. might not happen for a while. But I, I the other side of the coin is that I might find time even tonight to just jump into it after like I'll watch Down Abbey, I'll sure. eat, I'm gonna go get ramen, tonkatsu, sure. if you were curious, uh a little bit of pork belly in it, a How couple many eggs, of eggs? Are you two in eggs. two of eggs, butter. Now when you say two no eggs, do they give
0: you f- two four halves total? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they do. Gotcha. Mean. Yeah. Because I did that the other day expecting that I'd get two halves, but I got the four halves. And I was like, oh, okay. No, I no thought two they, I, whole eggs. I always thought they were just giving you half an egg when you ordered
1: the egg. No, 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 no. So I'm going to get my tonkatsu. I'll watch down. And then maybe if there's time, and I don't know if there will be or not, you know, I'll jump into the division. And then I got to start I gotta get through House of Cards. Is really my priority. House of Cards was fun.
0: I was, when we were in Texas, we were in a meeting at one point, a top secret meeting. Uh, we had many top secret meetings about shoes and Gus. Um, but when we were there, I was sitting there, I'm like, if we were at home, or if this was like IGN, I should say, probably a better example, I'd go home from work right now. You know what I mean? Like, I can feel the sickness setting, but I fought it off the entire week there. Yeah, you sound like someone and kicked then, in the throat. I know. And then I gave up the I gave up the goose, as they say, on Thursday night, and I got home, and I was like, now I'll let myself be sick. And I woke up Friday and didn't leave the bed, except yeah, for when for Kevin you. made me left to leave the bed. But I, I stayed in bed and watched all the House of Cards.
1: Good stuff. The whole day you watched mm-hmm. it. So that's like 13 hours, mm-hmm. 14 hours. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad idea. You know? That's Look, what it's there you for. You have to do it, you know. All right, well,
0: here's what I want to tell you. Yeah. A lot of people have already tuned off and they've looked in the YouTube comments to see when they jump to when the news right. starts. We'll have to say this again later. Okay. But I, I want everyone out there to know something right now is that we, kind of funny, we at PSI Love UXOXO have the opportunity to exclusively reveal a game that's coming to Vita. Really? Yes.
1: Is it a big game? No, not at all. Indie game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you love <laughs> indie games. What are I, you talking about? I'm a fan of an, an indie game or two. And the way to do it is that mm. we
0: have put up a Let's Play secretively mm. today. Mm. It's gone live, unlisted. It's annotated at the end of this episode. You can click on it oh. there and go watch us play it on the PlayStation 4 and then hear that it's coming out. Interesting. So you can wait and you can do it eventually at 1230. I'm going to put it live for everybody. But I just wanted to say right now, oh, that's something's nice, brewing. Nice Maybe the gaffe is already that's on nice it. And they're like, I can't believe they didn't just say the name because this is when they made people leave the podcast to go jump and watch it. Oh, and then you got there and it wasn't even like, like that big of a game. But it's a big game to them, damn it.
1: These indie developers. I'm yawning. That's that has nothing to do with that. It is a little no, I know. I'm, I'm tired. No, it's not. been a weekend. I,
0: I've never That's. I've never seen that. You know what I mean? If I was,
1: you know what I mean? If I was. I'm sorry. I'm even tuning out of that. I got to be on my ball here. I'm if the, I on was my ball.
0: really bored with somebody, I feel like, and I feel like this is with most people, you'd go out of your way to seem not bored. Like you know what I mean? I don't. I can't think of the times I've ever yawned at somebody. and like literally, like, you are boring. That's me. a good
1: point. Why aren't you yawning? Should be the, que- the question. <laughs> am I? Am I not interesting? You're not yawning. You're not comfortable yawning in front of me. That's a that's a good point. I will. Uh, I will uh, also. Hold on, this is bothering me because this isn't folded properly. You want me
0: get one of the other ones. I gave you a no, whole bunch. don't. Do some that. are brand new. Some have been lightly used. Don't do that. The old chamois.
1: Uh. I don't remember what I was gonna say. It can't it can't possibly be that important. It
0: was about yawning. I'm brain dead right okay, now. Okay, don't worry about it. Uh before we jump into what is and Forever Will Be The Roper's Reports, whatever the hell it's called, I want to thank Kevin Coella. Uh in between last PS I Love You XOXO and this PS I Love You XOXO. He went down to LA all by himself, played No Man's Sky, interviewed Sean Murray. We put it up. Thank you very much, Kevin, for doing that for us. Did you watch the interview? Are you no. are you on blackout on that game? Or did Pretty you just not care that yeah. much? Yeah. No, I care. I just don't it's a good interview for little Kevy. Little kebby, Yeah. Wore a suit. Sean Murray was adorable and British Why as well. Why is he wearing a suit? Because he wants to not look like the schlubs we are. I don't think we look like schlubs. You came in here literally with a shirt with a giant hole in the chest a that couple she, weeks ago. That's true. That's so think they have like but a, I was
1: low on laundry, to be fair.
0: It's fair. I'm just saying I don't think you can say you don't look like a schlub when you got the Grizzly Adam's beard going and yeah. the old holy shirt there. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I'm got got going to buzz the, the beard down. Well, now it looks good. I'm just saying, but remember, that was before nah, you trimmed it back. It's all right. Let me see it. Move your
1: hand. It looks fine. A little like, a little something happening to it. I don't got too many strays, too many flyaways. Yeah, like, and that's the thing is that you can't, you can't get too crazy with it because with shaving it down, because you, wh- where does it end? You know what I mean? Like if you, you know, like the skin, you imagine. Well, th- that's a good point, but I, 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 but I mean, in terms of like just getting these little strays, then you get in the shower, you just like mess it up a little bit, and there are new ones. Mm. Then before you know it, you have no fucking beard hair left. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah.
0: No, I do understand. Now you're making points. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I hear you.
1: So. But yeah, it's just you know it's been a long weekend. I'm tired. That trip to Austin for Top Secret <laughs> things was fun, but Top Secret Let's Plays it already. Uh, but yeah, no, it was it was uh, it was good. And then you know when it saw three eleven last night. I was out a little late. A lot of kids smoking dank Yarnum nugs at the show. Oh, were I've never they? Seen that before? You yeah. see
0: Galvatron there smoking them?
1: No, I didn't see Galvatron on the show. No, yeah. no. A lot of dank Yarnum nugs smoking though at that show, that three eleven show. Bad kids.
0: Bad kids breaking <laughs> the law. It's like, leave d- it on there, right? How
1: dare you? How dare you, sir? <laughs>
0: Let's begin the show with what is, and forever will be, Roper's Report.
1: <laughs> Time for some news! Uh, where is it? There it is. There are nine items on the list. The
0: raspy bakers does it.
1: Number one, Uncharted 4 Thief Send has been delayed yet again. However, this delay isn't too bad, pushing the game only a couple of weeks. To explain the delay, Sony Computer Entertainment America's CEO, Sean Layden, took to the PlayStation blog to say the following, quote, as you know, Naughty Dog is wrapping up production on Uncharted 4: Thief's End with the game on track to go gold and into production later this month. In an effort to meet the considerable worldwide demand and to ensure that all gamers worldwide have the opportunity to play the game on day 1, we have chosen to postpone the launch of the game by 2 weeks to allow for extra manufacturing time. Therefore, Uncharted 4: Thief's End has a new worldwide release date of May 10th, 2016. We know this news might be disappointing and we are sorry to have to make you wait a little longer to play Naughty Dog's latest. The good news is that the game is phenomenal. We are fully confident that it will be worth the wait, and the team at Naughty Dog is eager to, as ever for you to experience Nathan Drake's final adventure. We thank you for your continued support for PlayStation, end quote. And then Jackie T also took to the PlayStation blog to say, hey, guys. I was going to
0: say, man, Shawnee telling us it's fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. I can take that. Yeah, I'm yeah. Take it to the bank of Shawnee. I, like, I like
1: that. Uh, the good news is that the game is phenomenal, he yeah. says. You think he beat uh, it yet? Uh, probably. And, and you have to assume, I'm sure, that game. How many game, Platinums
0: does he have, Sean Lane? Probably none. I think he's on the can we follow him? Is he verified no, on the probably PSN? Not. By well, the he, way, I'm verified on the PSN. Follow me. That reminds me. That's something I'm right. Wanted to F- say. I'm glad it reminded Conn to remind you to remind me to follow me.
1: Verified on the PSN. I have to, I'm not much of a social media whore, as it were. Like some people I know. I'm not pointing at my hand. I'm pointing through my hand.
0: That's the problem. Is like you're spreading your fingers. Like You're supposed to close your fingers, so I want to see what's oh. on the other side. When you do it like that, I thought you were about to show me you don't know how sex works either. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> Ask any woman. You open
1: the vagina, <laughs> <laughs> and then you
0: pick the hole you want. Pick the hole that you want. <laughs> want.
1: You have four options. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I joined Instagram, and it's a fun little thing. Yeah. You know, I'm understanding a little bit more. Okay. But... I don't know that how long I'm you know I'm I'm trying to use it with some some frequency because sure. I feel like you should use it like once a day or something like that to be you know kind of like you know
0: in the conversation.
1: So you know follow him on follow Instagram. me on Instagram K F Moriarty K F Moriarty all one
0: word yeah follow me on the P S N game over Greggy I might start deleting random people from my friends list because then I can just follow me and have all the benefits of it. That's a good idea. That, that was that our problem. problem the two thousand now that we have the two thousand friends, I mean woe is us first world problems. But it's just like, I can't use that friends
1: list for anything. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. I fucking know what you mean. Okay? Follow me on the PSN, Greg Miller. Game over Reggie. All right. Now Come back to the review. news. This sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me. Now I'm curious <laughs> what so there's two things about this. A Sean Laden taking to the blog this to announce that sure. Naughty Dog, not Neil or Bruce. Yeah. Not even Shue. And two, the games set to gold gold and into production later this month. So March. Mm-hmm. They need 40 plus days to get the game from gold to a disc into a store. That's a little strange to me. They need it to make as many copies as they need, though. If Call of Duty can if like Activision can figure this out with Call of Duty and does, I think they could probably figure out Uncharted 4, which is gonna sell very well. So it's gonna have millions of copies, but it's not. This just was a weird one to me. I don't know if I'm just crazy. It didn't seem or it didn't
0: seem like a, a normal one to me either. You know what I mean? I think
1: they're giving naughty dog cover.
0: Probably. Yeah. They don't want I mean it's been a And long I don't mean road. any
1: insult by that. I'm just saying like I think that Naughty Dog's like we actually like need just a little like a little more time. Sure. And we can't
0: ask for it. Right. We've already done that once. Yeah. You know, we don't want to do it twice. Burn, so trip, so now burn all the good ones.
1: Yeah, exactly. So they're like, all right, like we'll do this and say it's the manufacturer. Because that doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. Like right I, I, games go gold and go and are in, in, in store sometimes two weeks later, three weeks later. I don't I don't get it. I I don't know. So Sean's not
0: telling us the whole stories, what's up? there's Neil. We have a, we have a Jackie
1: T would have told us, but they deleted his PlayStation blog post. They were like, oh How did God. you still have access to this? Yeah, he just
0: popped in and he's like, let me give you the he's real like, story, hey guys. guys. PlayStation numbers are through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Hi Jackie T wrote in to PSI slash kind of PSQ, where you can post your questions and says, Uncharted four has been delayed again. I normally agree with the XOXO crew. If the developers need more time to make the game better, then they should take it. But I think this last delay, especially so close to release, is just incredibly frustrating. How many delays are okay before we stop giving developers a pass? Parentheses. I'm looking at you, Mighty number 9. And what are the acceptable reasons for a delay? I don't think waiting to print more copies is a good enough reason. At least give us our digital copies. P.S. Don't worry. It happens to every guy. I still love you.
1: I don't get it. I mean, I just don't understand. I don't understand the, the explanation. The, the the better thing would have been to say the game's going to go gold later than we thought we need more time to manufacture at least that makes sense to me I don't I don't understand how you need literally forty five days or so to get the game they're printing
0: a lot of copies man Greg the game's going to sell like five
1: million copies or something on disc like I don't I don't I, like I don't you know I mean, that's what Sean's saying I agree that I think it's
0: just them covering I think it's just they need a little bit more time and they didn't want to go back out there and get
1: it's starting to make me a little nervous now really yeah. Not 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 that the game's not going to be phenomenal. He says it's phenomenal. I'm sure it is phenomenal. Oh, but what is, what are life. they like trying to finish right now? That like isn't
0: maybe that maybe, right? Maybe that painting was in more cutscenes and stuff than we thought it was. Mm, that would be was, funny itself. That was but the way, that wouldn't reason, take two weeks. Like, uh, <laughs> got to go back. There's a whole, painting.
1: there's a whole mission based around <laughs> that painting. It's, it's, and now it's just a scribbly like child's paint drawing. It's like That's the first all clue you find. Yeah. It's like sets you off and you have to do all this it's stuff. It's like a kindergartner's fucking crayon painting.
0: But to Heisen's question, what, I mean, how many delays, when does it start to wear out? Because we do say it right when Uncharted got officially delayed and when your hashtag Colin was right and we're like, but take your time, make the game great, etc., cetera, et cetera. I mean, when when do we slip into Mighty number no. Nine territory where we don't talk about that. We on the don't show?
1: talk about that game anymore. Notice that I never here's another one for you. Sure. No, a lot of people didn't pick up on this. No Axiom Verge Vita Talk on PSI Love You because I'm not giving attention to these games that string us along in perpetuity okay. forever. You understand what but I'm Uncharted's saying? But Uncharted's doing that to us. No. Uncharted they're playing a few th- there's some weirdness going on with Uncharted, but there's literally six months between when it was supposed to come out and when it's, it's out now. Mm-hmm. And these delays don't seem to be that egregious. This last one just seems to be weird. Yeah. But I don't think we're in like, you know, Axiom Verge or Mighty Number no. 9 territory by any stretch of the imagination. And I respect the shit out of both those games and I respect the people that make those games, of course. I'm just saying like eventually, he asks like when do we start holding publishers accountable and all these kinds of things? Well, I'm holding them accountable on the show by not bringing their fucking games up anymore. You know? Mm-hmm. Because like I don't think it's fair for some guy to be driving to work one day and be like, oh, by the way, uh, you were supposed to get Axiom Verge last March on Vita. Uh, it's in development right now for Vita and doesn't look like it's anywhere near being done. Like that's the news you need to hear right now. Gotcha. yeah You understand what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Now I do. I didn't understand where we we're going with the guy driving his car. And he's like, you know, he's looking. I thought for... he was on his way to pick up the game from the store. The no, no, okay. no, 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 no
1: one goes to. No.
0: I mean, he maybe he does want updates on where Axiom Verge is. No, he... I'm exa-
1: That's true. But I'm the arbiter of the information. That's true. You understand what that's I'm saying? Very true. And so I'm. I like to stand up for all of us collectively. You know, Mister Hap, great man, working hard on it. You know, Mister Edelman, great man, working hard on it. KJ Nafune, friend of ours, working hard on it. But at some point, that's when I. That's when I draw the line where I'm like, I feel like. I feel like uh, there that you have to draw the line in the sand. You have to say there's no there's no more to be done with with this until the game's out and in my hands. Then we'll talk about it. We'll be very fair. I'm sure Action Verge on Vita is gonna be fantastic, but I'll believe it when it's in my goddamn hands. Gotcha. And with my number nine, I'm gonna get me fucking start on that game because I am so fu- I am like so close to being completely over it. They delay that game one more time. I'm never gonna play it. I'm wow. just letting I'm just letting you wow. They delay that game one more time. And that's the end. And that's it. The love story. I'll never ends. fucking play it. Hold me to it. Look at my trophies. Do whatever you need to do. I'm not fucking playing it. Okay. So the next date that they reveal better be the goddamn date. Because let's not forget Mighty Number no. 9 has been delayed twice for a multiplayer. The game's done and it has been done for a long time. Release the fucking game.
0: And these are delays that are pushing it back like years. It's insane. Yeah. I'm just, you know, it's in, insane in comparison. to Now I'm going to
1: tell you this. Lay it
0: on me with your smart water. This
1: bottle's going to last like a good week, week and a half.
0: Is this, is this the same one or is it the new? You just picked this up in the airport. I just it? got this in the airport. It's on the new train. Yeah.
1: Now I, I ordered, uh, well, I didn't order. I actually went to a toy store and picked it up. Uh, the the, the <laughs> you, water. You Amazon primed a bottle of water. The water. Got some uh, honey roasted cashews. Mm-hmm. Three ninety nine. Yeah. Pretty good. But I, I went to the, the bag at the, the airport, the, okay. at the airport. Yeah, there you go. But I had a little surprise in my bag, which tarantula? It, not a tarantula, <laughs> <laughs> not a tarantula, but close. When I was in Austin, I was there for like five hours in the airport waiting to go to San Diego. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got fucking bombed at the fucking at the, the unintentionally bar. at yeah. the bar writing. I was I am writing something, and it's pretty good. Okay, got me honest, with you, pretty good. Uh, when will we see it? Uh, We'll see. I'll show it to you what I have. It's a a nice little thing. Is it any of the things I know about or is this a new thing? No, a new thing. Uh, But fiction. About tarantula? No, (laughs) but I see that you have a fixation now. Um, And I was at this bar and just drinking bourbon and the guy like it was so crowded and I kept asking to cash out and then like 10 minutes later the guy would be like, I'm like, just give me just, you know, just give me another one. And that happened like five times. Eventually, I leave. I go. Uh, you know, before that, I had bought some peppered beef jerky. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And shoved it in my computer bag. Jack links. Jack links. Yeah, precisely. Red and black bag. Oh yeah, very distinctive. Put it in my laptop bag. Forgot it even existed mm. because I was drunk when I got on the plane. Flew to San Diego. Was there for four days. Lo and behold, as I shoved the cashews in the pocket, yeah. Bonus Double fucking whammy. Yeah. So I got the headphones on. I'm watching Fox News yeah. for some reason. Sure. Because the, the Democrats were doing a town hall. I'm fucking eating these cashews. I'm eating this beef jerky. At any point, did you crush the cashews up? Put them on the beef jerky. Roll the beef jerky. Oh, eat it like man. that. Yeah. I think they're going to ask me that I crushed the cashews and snorted it like Coke. Crush <laughs> <Just> them <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Virgin America. <laughs> the guy next to you on the plane, by the way, yeah. playing I was on. Have you been on one of the retrofitted planes for Virgin America that have free internet? I have not been. Why is it free? It's just free. Like so, instead of using GoGo like that garbage. Oh yeah. They they just have Virgin America internet. Oh, that's fucking there's I think two of the. So I'm on this plane like two of these planes every once in a while because I think there's only two of them. Yeah. And uh, so I always check, and usually I'm not, but once in a while the fleet so works so that I'm on.
0: Thank you, Sir Richard Branson.
1: And uh, this guy next to me on we don't have anyone in the middle of us is playing internet poker, pulling a Colin Moriarty. Uh, like move when I'm talking on the phone and I'm in your like armpit yeah. where he's like playing poker like during the descent and like, these people are like you know put your laptop away <laughs> yeah, I guess he's <laughs> in the middle of the game or something it's it's like, like I'm up three million dollars <sighs> that would be awesome he's up three million dollars like don't win this fucking plane.
0: you can gonna arrest me when I land in Marshall <laughs> I'll
1: pay you all twenty five thousand dollars <laughs> not to land this plane. alright number two PlayStation 4's upcoming firmware update 3.50 has been outlined. Codenamed Musashi, after Brave Pencer Musashi. The beta is currently underway for the firmware, which includes the following new features. PS4 will now alert you when friends sign online, and you can now appear offline while remaining connected to PSN. So, one of the features that PS3 did, although it would be be quite overwhelming to have 2,000 friends, and I would probably (laughs) murder myself. Another reason why I'm going to have to start deleting people one day, but I won't do it because I'm lazy. Uh, so no one will know you're there if you want with the offline feature, which is great. I'll probably use that all the time. You can schedule future gameplay sessions with your friends using the so-called user-scheduled event system. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you have a little calendar there. And you can utilize the Play Together feature, which allows members of a single party to see what others are playing and then jump in and out of those games seamlessly. So that's pretty neat, too. Perhaps most significantly, however, Windows PC and Mac will now support PlayStation 4 Remote Play, similar to the Vita's special functionality. So um, Goodbye, Vita. Yeah, I mean this this is—they're sitting your body
0: into space. This is a significant. This is them. This is the white flag. The one thing you could hang your hat on with the Vita, now gone forever, probably greatly improved on your laptop. (laughs) 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 Now you just bring your controller. You're off working. You're playing that instead of video poker. A tarantula. (laughs) You reach in your bag. Giant black tarantula. (laughs) You're a psychopath. I just—I don't know why. Just, I was looking at you, and then the song started. You know what I
1: mean? Just the daylight
0: coming,
1: black tarantula.
0: You
1: by the, remember this song? Yeah, I do. But by the way, I tweeted out your our conversation earlier when I'm screaming, <laughs> yelling from my room to your room, and I'm like, I'm ready to record. P.S. I love you. And you're like, what? And I'm like, I'm ready to record. P.S. I love you. And you're like, oh, season one, episode thirteen, or something like that. And I was like,
0: I filled in some gaps. I'm sorry. <laughs> What? you you waited to yell until the West Wing intro started you know what I mean like I was watching the West Wing and then it does the, you know the little, the little intro bit then you got the whole like you know the credits and you yelled then and I thought you said what you know about West Wing because you always talk. Well, you, you watch the West Wing you I like, love you, the West Wing yeah so I thought that's so what you said and I, mm-hmm. I was like what and I'm in there and I got the surround sound going I'm enjoying myself and I can hear you mouthing down here I didn't know you were ready for the show I just thought you
1: were commenting on the music you know who else loves the West Wing David Jaffe, who complains that we don't talk about his game on this. Maybe show release enough. his game. And we're not probably going to talk about it until it's out in the wild. Maybe he
0: should release that game.
1: But we will talk about David Jaffe's love of the West Wing.
0: Okay. That, that's okay. I, I, have, uh, I have to send him a t-shirt. I got a Baker's
1: Dozen t-shirt. I, I saw that. I, I, I said I'm not going to ask why there's an envelope with David Jaffe's name on <laughs> it on the kitchen table. I'm just going to let that questions. go. Alright. Uh, next. He opens it up. Black turnt. <laughs> Careful, Mr. Jaffe. Number three, No Man's Sky finally has a release date. The game will launch on both PlayStation 4 and PC on June 21st. And I think it's getting a special edition only on PC, which is a little weird.
0: Yeah, very weird, right? That was my reaction, too, when I saw that.
1: You can uh, head to YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games to see our interview with Hello Games, Sean Murray. Good job, Kevin. But in the meantime, the biggest news is that the game will be getting a full retail release on Blu-ray in addition to its digital release, which was shocking to me because I didn't think the game was that big. Uh, Shockingly, there's still no word on if the game will support... PSVR, at least in the blog post. I don't. I think that he must have talked about this. And the-
0: Kevin asked him, yeah, and he uh, he didn't give the flat out no. He's like, that'd be interesting. Blah, blah, It'd be blah, so blah. shocking, wouldn't it? What are you What are you looking at? I'm trying to see if you have. We haven't done this show in a while. Do you have next week's event on here? We talked about it last week. I think was it? I thought it, I thought that was the thing that broke. No, we talked about it last week. Okay, cool. Then, for, I'm positive about that. Then I'm gonna insert this question from Little Myth. He wrote in, or she did. Yeah, just a little myth is all I got wrote in the kind of slash PSQ and said hi Greg and Colin. March 15th is around the corner. And I'm wondering what you think will be Sony's flagship VR title at their GDC event. I have heard Greg hypothesize that it would be no man's sky, but I think he might be wrong after watching the Sean Murray interview this week. My impression from Sean Murray's reaction to Kevin's prodding the sexy potato did good with that was that it was in the works, but his team was too small to make it in time for launch. I believe Sony's flagship VR thing at the GDC event will be Ben's new game. It makes sense since Sony, Bend would ta- Sony would tap them to showcase new hardware just like they did for the Vita with Golden Abyss. Is March 15th what Shuhei has been waiting for to announce this title or does Shuhei just want to see Colin's head explode out of frustration? Thanks, Little Myth. P.S. Please don't make fun of my grammar mistakes. This is A lot of people have been asking me about this. No Man's Sky release date announced June 21st. It's still in the it's in the window there. The summer when they originally said VR, now we have the VR event next week. What does it mean? I don't take, I, in my heart of hearts, the prediction's been made. I picked up the boulder and I threw it in the lake, and now it's in the lake, and I can't get it back out. You know what I mean? You and I'd have to swim down to the bottom of this lake with scuba gear and stuff, and like some kind of pulley system
1: and a tarantula and a scuba and a scuba. <laughs> Just
0: a little tarantula coming down yeah, with next like to a those. little
1: with a little like yeah, old little, school <laughs> diver helmet over his head. We're not going to do that. That's too much work.
0: In my heart of hearts, I do not believe next week they say, no man's sky, is it? It kind of syncs up timing wise, maybe. Seems like, but it, I, yeah, it I don't think that's going to happen
1: anymore. I, I don't understand if this game isn't on VR, what in the actual fuck they're all thinking over there. And I don't mean at Hello Games, I mean at Sony. This is an example, though, of us wagging the dog a little bit. Yeah. And what I mean by that is. This is the conjecture around No Man's Sky being a PSVR game. So obviously, a PSVR game has been going for so long that you would expect that if there wasn't, they would be like, "We're not doing that." You know, like yeah. at some point, we're not going to do that to like quell these fears. So, a, I don't believe for a second that it's not a fucking PSVR game until they deny it because it makes too much sense. And to his point, you know, to the to the to the listeners' point, little myth, little myth about Hello Games being a small team. They are a small team. But Sony should be doing the, the porting to PSVR to, for this game. Maybe they have to wait until the game is done. And so it's going to be, And they, you know, that would make sense. And so they have to, you know, give it time and space. But this is such an obvious showcase for that hardware that it would be such a missed opportunity. I'd be super disappointed if they if they missed this opportunity. There's no excuse. There's just no excuse. So Sony can get a second party to do it, to port the game over and pay them the money to do it. And I think that would make a lot of sense. Or Hello Games can do it by themselves. But I don't. I just don't believe that it's not a PSVR game. I just it's it doesn't make any those, sense. And why wouldn't he deny it? For us well he did. I mean he did say that like I mean, he didn't like say, He didn't deny it. He's he that's not what you said, right? He said that it's something I mean, that would be cool, but then you know
0: Yeah, well okay, so I see what you're saying. It wasn't like he's like no, but like I, don't, I I mean he he made it sound it was a negative response. I can't remember if it led in with no what or what a whatever.
1: disappointment. You know, like if that's true. Well, I, keep
0: in mind too that, like, I think this is another. You're talking about the wag the dog. I think we've been talking for so long about PlayStation VR, right, and not really knowing what the fuck we're saying because we don't know that technology at all. It's similar to how the prices started hitting for Oculus and for Vive, and we're like, oh fuck, maybe we we're wrong about that. But even remember, I think it was Steve Gaynor who was on talking about like HUDs and stuff, right? Where like. We're like, well, they do this, that, and then he's like, no, literally, it wouldn't work. Like a two D game, it can't be, t- and nothing can be two D. So you'd have to build a completely separate HUD, a completely separate look. Like it's not as easy as porting over. So I don't know, like if that's the thing. If No Man's Sky, yes, is a no brainer for VR, but by the time PlayStation got on board with Hello Games, Hello Games was already so far gone that they're like, well, no, this isn't. And now we're in this weird coincidence, right, where it's like they're, it's gonna come
1: out around the same time as VR, and they're like, eh. yeah, but why? part of the calculus that I thought that I so there's a lot of interesting story about Sony getting in bed with Hello Games for this game and all this kind of stuff that happened around No Man's Sky. But my, I always thought part of the equation was so obvious that it was such a showcase for PSVR. So they saw that they wanted to get the game because otherwise, why is this the game you're chasing? And I don't mean that by, as an insult. I'm just like this. Hello, like Hello Games has made it what looks like it's going to be a very good game, a very solid game with No Man's Sky. But this is not a game that's going to bleed into the mainstream at all. And like you give your you give them E3 stage time and you give this game, you know, they did the event for them and like the, you know, it's not even a first party game. It's not even a, an IP that's owned by Sony. Like they're putting all, like why? You know, you, know, you understand yeah, what I'm no, saying? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I always thought the why was so obvious, but maybe you're right. Maybe the why isn't that obvious. But to me, the why was obvious that this was something that was going to be. A VR game and I still I still just don't believe that it's not like I just uh, to his point about Sony Ben there's no way they're gonna put Sony Ben's game on on VR exclusively there's no way they'd do that to them after after like making them make fucking PSP and Vita games like these guys want to make a PS4 game their game's a PS4 game I'm, I'm on a website called
0: design and trend where I'm reading their report of our video with Kevin and they say the exact quote is uh when pressed on the issue or hold on while many gamers in the industry believe No Man's Sky is PlayStation VR, essentially, for it seems like that support won't arrive immediately. When pressed on the issue by Kevin Coelho, uh, I included that, Murray admitted that, quote, I think No Man's Sky would be a really exciting title on VR, for VR. I think it would be cool, but we're a tiny team working on this game right now. And that's the end of the quote. At the very least, this qualified statement seems to imply that VR features won't be available on day one.
1: So, yeah. Again, no, no, it's not a PlayStation VR game. And this is why I don't get excited about anything. This is why I live a dark and morose life. You know what I mean? I guess. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. It doesn't work when you do it. I know. Number four. Mass Effect Andromeda, the much-anticipated fourth installment in the core Mass Effect franchise and the first game outside of the original trilogy, has been officially pushed out of 2016 and will now launch in 2017. In financial call, EA's CFO, Blake Jorgensen, who I feel like we talk about every fucking day of my life, He'd be breaking
0: that news. Then, noted
1: that the game will now launch in EA's fourth financial quarter, which nails it between January 1st and March 31st of 2017. He did reiterate, however, that both Titanfall 2 and the new Battlefield game would drop in the company's third financial quarter, which would place them firmly in the October through December of 2016 window. So those two games should still be on pace for the end of the year. We'll probably see them at some... you know, Well, not at E3. We can't say that anymore. Their little event uh, before you. Yeah, think. but... Uh, Mass Effect looks like it needs a little more time.
0: Good. Take it.
1: Don't really need it in the fall anyway. But I want it in the fall. Number five. Two more major publishers have dropped out of this year's E3, (gasps) signaling that the long-running World Famous Games Conference could truly be on the wane. Both Disney Interactive and Wargaming have followed the same path that Industry Titans, Electronic Arts, and Activision Blaze earlier this year by both revealing, according to GameSpeed, that they will not be on the show floor. While Wargaming released a statement noting that E3's focus on the retail experience simply doesn't jive with their company's products, specifically... World thanks Disney's VP of production, John Vignocchi. Or Vignocchi. Is it Vignocchi? Vignocchi, I'm going to say. John Vignocchi.
0: Vignocchi. Vignocchi. Friend of the show. How you doing, John? V-
1: John Vignocchi. Johnny V. John Vignocchi. No. Uh, Noki are delicious. Tweet out something that's far more telling. Quote, We're focused on different activations throughout the year that allow us to engage directly with our fans and community. End quote. And I think that that quote from John is quite a... Uh, it's this is where it's all going. E3 is going to die. You think so? Yeah. What if it just I gets
0: smaller?
1: Maybe, but I I I don't mean it's going to die this year or yeah, next year, yeah. but I think E3 is like it not already, waxing anymore. It already
0: died once and came back from the dead.
1: It did. Yeah. Well, they killed it themselves. That didn't that that would never have the whole Santa Monica experience never experience never had to happen at all. Yeah. They did that. Uh but this is this is an interesting one because this this reminds me of why I think a lot of internet sites are not seem to be doing well. Why people seem to be going to YouTube and Twitch for their gaming news? Um, why Ubisoft and Activision and EA and PlayStation and Microsoft are all investing in these significant editorial driven blogs that skip the middleman completely? You don't need them anymore. We're quote we're focused on different activations throughout the year that allow us to engage directly with our fans and community. Right? They do not give a fuck about. The press playing their games. See, that's 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 what I and that means even us. But that's what I read into that. It's just like we don't need you guys anymore. My
0: thing is that I think there's specific people who don't. You know what I mean? Like I I don't think I, I know what you mean. I think EA will be back at E3. I think they'll be back. Uh, Disney. I mean Disney Interactive is what they're talking about. They're talking to John, who is Disney Infinity, and Disney Infinity definitely doesn't need it because yeah, the mainstream press could give two fucks about Disney John Infinity. Vignocchi. Vignocchi could give two fucks about Disney Infinity. So you talk to the specific... It's similar to what you're saying. Like, you said, uh, you know, that they w- they don't have to care about people, including us, right? 100% true, but, like, if uh, Warner Brothers Interactive went this way, they'd give a huge fuck about us, right? Because I'm the Lego guy. I love Lego Dimensions, so I'd be talking... You know what I mean? That's how it is, is going to the micro-communities that speak to that community and talking to them. Yeah. What's wrong? No. What's wrong? What are you, what are you I was saying? just thinking this to say. Was it a Tarantula again? No. I'm, what if you walked in right now? What if he was talking... <laughs> It's a little talk. He's not here to threaten us. He's good, but he's got like, he's like the cartoon with like the little black eyes and a smile. You know what I mean? Not the fucking 80 eyes, not the fangs. And his, his fur isn't like spiky. It's soft. Oh, okay.
1: You can pet him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know, Gregory. I think that, uh, we are going to see a very different E3 in the coming years. Activision and EA leaving is huge. Wargaming's, you know, not to, we don't play w- w- World of Tanks and we don't give a fuck about it. Wargaming's fucking massive. Yeah, can't get yep. that. Uh, and especially at Gamescom, they have a huge presence there, at least when I was there a couple times. And then uh, Disney, yeah, not a huge, it's just, it's people, it's, it's, the floodgates are open. These smaller companies, quote unquote, are comfortable because these, it's, these, these big cornerstones of the industry are comfortable being like, we don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> so, but I don't, I mean
0: do you think you get to a point where they're, I mean, even if it's just on Microsoft, PlayStation, and Nintendo, because it's it's back to what I've talked. You know, I know I beat this analogy. In we the don't the even know all Nintendo's
1: going to be there with the, like we or the.
0: I don't explain when they're going to be there.
1: Hopefully, but
0: so I always use this example where we talk about the spectrum, right? Triple A Indies, the mid tier of TSQ people fell away, right? I feel like that would be the same case with who needs to go to E three. You're. Your Sony's, your Microsoft, your Nintendo need to go there because USA Today does go to it and they do play these games and put out these things and they want to cover your announcement, your hardware, right? And then I feel like if everybody in the middle falls away, you're, you know, ju- who are just publishers, EA, Ubisoft leaves, you know, Activision's gone, Disney's gone, Warner Brothers is gone eventually, right? Then you would still have it where you have these games that are so small that still need to be there. You know what I mean? And you're like, thank you. Sorry. I know what you mean. Damn. We gotta get a counter. Tom Hawkins watched this entire episode and recut it with a counter.
1: I'm not doing. I don't care if you say it.
0: you're asking me to say it. I know. I, I'm glad because I just don't know how many times I say it until you tell me that I'm saying it. I've been you more tuned
1: I mean. into it recently. Good, but it still doesn't really phase me. I don't give a shit. Like if it annoys
0: people, like I'm, i you know, what I mean, I just, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Holy shit! Now we're like
1: going through the fucking looking glass. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah
0: (laughs) E3 is changing But I think it'll still be there I think it'll be different For sure But I think there's gonna be people Who still need to get their games There and out And let people see them
1: We'll see I don't disagree that there's a There's a Some sort of Market vacuum What I'm wondering is If if Publishers Are just not They don't need The middleman anymore They don't And if And frankly If I was a publisher If I was Activision I'd be like We're not at what you think I could hide a tarantula in the thumbnail? In the thumbnail? <laughs> yeah. Oh, in the thumbnail episode? Yeah, probably. Just that
0: little tiny tarantula in there. Yeah, yeah, no, you no one. All right,
1: cool. Uh, if I was Activision, I would uh, I just say we're not announcing a- like anything anywhere except for on our blog, ever. Yeah, you know? Like We're just we're just sure. not. We're like we don't need to do this anymore.
0: What about that Ghostbusters game? They got to announce that sometime. They do. Trailer's out now. It's a huge pile of
1: garbage. Is it? I didn't even watch it because it I don't broke care. Broke my heart. Yeah. The trailer's bad yeah. with the with bad the trailer. cast. Yeah, but that's not why it's bad. I'm not saying that it is, but I'm saying I'm, I want to make sure because there's another one, isn't there?
0: <laughs> Apparently. We'll see if ever, whatever comes with that one.
1: Number six. What is this? Got a pop-up? No, I was just reading my email. Number R- six. R- R- Iris? <laughs> Sony has revealed the best-selling games on the PlayStation Network for the month of February 2016. As always, these numbers are digital only and are determined by number of downloads, not by gross or net revenue, Greg. The top 10 best-selling games on PS4 were Firewatch, Far Cry Primal, Rocket League, Naruto Shippuden, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, Street Fighter 5, Need for Speed, Madden NFL 16, Minecraft, Grand Theft Auto 5, and Call of Duty Black Ops 3. PS3's top 10 best-selling games were Need for Speed Most Wanted, Minecraft, Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel, Dark Souls 2, Watch Dogs, Call of Duty Black Ops 3, Battlefield 4, Grand Theft Auto 5, NBA 2K16, and FIFA 16. Vita's top 10 best-selling games were Digimon, Story, Cyber Sleuth, Borderlands 2, Breath of Fire 3, which is a PSP release, Soul Sacrifice Delta, Dragon Ball Z, Battle of Z, Persona 4 Golden, Sword Art Online, Hollow Fragment, J-Stars Victory vs. Plus, Minecraft, and Sword Art Online Lost Song. The top 10 best-selling PS1 classics were Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy, Star Wars Bounty Hunter, Dark Cloud 2. Grand Theft Auto Vice City, Street Fighter Alpha 3, Twisted Metal Black, Dark Cloud, Street Fighter Alpha 2, and Rogue Galaxy. Number seven. The Division's DLC is officially coming to Xbox One before PlayStation 4. Ubisoft has finally confirmed. This is only true for the first two major DLC packs, Underground and Survival, which will release in June on Xbox One and sometime in the summer summer on Xbox One, respectively. The last stand due out in the winter will come out simultaneously on all applicable platforms. I can live with that. Number I hope
0: eight. I like it. I hope when we stop and I go play more, I, I enjoy it more. I mean, I enjoy it. I hope I continue to enjoy right. it, I should say. I understand. That. I can't, I, it's got the gear treadmill, you know. I kill some dude, walk over, loot him. Oh, he's got work gloves. Hell yeah. Let me swap those on. Oh, they changed the color? Ooh, doctor. You got to have work gloves. You got to have good work gloves in this horrible fucking post-apocalyptic New York. You're going to pick up broken glass? You don't want to get any tetanus from any of the rusty nails no, you no, find? no,
1: you don't want any tetanus. Uh, And then, where am I here? Number eight. Dead Island is officially getting a next-gen collection, aptly named Dead Island Definitive Collection, which I know you're excited about. The collection will launch on May 31st and include fully remastered and greatly improved, those are in quotes, okay. iterations of the original Dead Island, as well as Dead Island Riptide, and DLC from both of those games, as well as Dead Island Retro Revenge, which was leaked earlier this year and will also be included in the collection. So that that, that IP leaked in a ratings board. Do we know anything thing. about it? They said something about it, but I I just don't care enough to, okay. to know anything more about that's
0: it. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't care about that at all. No, I, I, those were games I enjoyed, but they were,
1: they were janky and had their problems. Well, You enjoyed it until they robbed the platinum from you, and, that and, and that's the, and that's a bad thing to
0: have. It is. It's a, it's an unforgivable thing that Dead Island Riptide robbed me of the platinum, and I picked up a recorder that didn't count. And I can never go back and fix it and get it. But I enjoyed my run with it. You know what I mean?
1: I look back at those games fondly. I know what you mean. All right, finally, number nine, wrap-up.
0: The old wrap-up.
1: Frantic top-down shooter Enter the Gungeon comes to PlayStation 4 on April 5th. Really? Yep. Awesome. That game looked fucking amazing. So-called so-called Tetroidvania-style puzzle platformer Refactor is coming to PlayStation 4 later this year. Okay. Fast-paced platformer 10 Second Ninja X is coming to PS4 and Vita later in 2016. Vita Scrolling 10. arcade shooter Raid, which looks really cool, is coming to PS4 and Vita sometime in 2016. Adventure slash exploration game Koi will be coming to PS4 in the spring of 2016, and this game apparently is a Sony-developed game from China, for okay. its kind. Out of, like, their Sony Computer Entertainment China office. Microscopic survival game VEV, or VEV, Viva X Vivo is coming to PS4 in the summer of 2016 and plans to eventually support PSVR. This is a uh, game, I think, where you're, like, microscopy you're going through, like, blood cells and all sorts of shit like that. So it's like interspace.
0: I'm Martin Short,
1: and you're Meg Ryan. Well, it's somewhat Shui like Shuhei
0: Yoshida is Dennis Quaid. Uh,
1: yes. Monster Boy, the first game in the side-scrolling Wonder Boy series in 22 years. Wonder It's coming to PS4 later in 2016. Tactical Shooter Sniper Elite 4 is coming to PS4 sometime in 2016. Co-op Arcade Puzzler Pang Adventures is coming to PS4 on April 19th. And finally, Overwatch will come to PlayStation 4 on May 24th, and will allow early access as soon as May 3rd. People like that game. Yeah. People keep talking about liking that game. I was gonna dedicate just its own space to it, but I was like, yeah, I don't really want to. We got nothing to say about it.
0: It's one of those ones that I have literally nothing. When people to say, about say Overwatch, I'm like, hey, is that the 2K one? No, that's Battleborn. Two. Okay, Overwatch is this uh, the no? It's not. It's not Paragon. No, this is the Blizzard one. That I don't even know what the hell it is. Okay, great. <laughs> that's it I'm super fucking stoked that Enter the Gungeon has a release date. Played that at that uh, Gamescom uh, pre-show thing
1: Nick and I went to years ago. Gamescom. You haven't gone to Gamescom. In- Pre show, I said. Oh, okay. I was like, Preview. I was event. like, How long ago did you play Gamescom? No, no, played- no, no, no. He's uh, been in development for 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was excited about it. I hope it turns out
0: well. Of course, I'd rather be on Vita, but I understand it needs the power of the PlayStation 4. Colin. Yes. Enter the Gungeons April 5th. That's a long time from now. If I wanted to know what was in stores this week,
1: where would I go? You go to the upcoming list of you go to something you go to the fucking list the PlayStation (laughs) list of something (laughs) I'm too tired (laughs) All right, here are the new games Action Hank comes to PS4 digitally it says Action Hank is a game about an action figure trying to relive his heroic past the goal of Action Hank is to this is what it says the goal of Action Hank to use physics and momentum to race through levels as fast as possible okay these short levels require you to master all the subtle tricks that the physics-based platforming has to offer, including the famous butt slide. Come on, guys. I Like, writing's not easy. It's is this not, what we're you writing. were writing at the bar? Were you writing I wrote, some descriptions? You're kicking out your... Action your Hank is a game about an action figure trying to relive his heroic past. That's great. The goal of Action Hank, to use physics and momentum to race through levels as fast as possible. Okay, so there's, there's a missing word there. Is
0: there supposed to be... Well, what if it's there could be, be a comma.
1: Yeah, uh, Yeah. The goal of Action Mark, Hank... Exactly. To use, phys- but it just says there's no punctuation at all. Gotcha. These short levels require you to master all the subtle tricks that the physics-based platforming has to offer, including the famous butt slide.
0: Yeah. Now here's the thing. What? I can't remember that I reviewed the Matt Hazard Eat Lead. It reminds me of Mad Hazard Eat Lead. Remember I played that, that shitty game. Yeah, yeah, that was not good. Great third person idea. Third-person shooter, right? Great idea. Third-person shooter. Will Arnett was the guy. You're basically Duke Nukem trying right. to get, you know, get your mojo back. Great idea, terrible game. Not terrible, but not good.
1: Alien Shooter, which might be the worst name of a game ever. Yo, you like Aliens and Shooters? Comes to PS4 and PS3 digitally. Says sinister hordes of bloodthirsty aliens have infiltrated our world. Take on the role of a soldier and head to a secret military laboratory to end this invasion. You'll have a ragtag arsenal at your disposal. Everything from pistols to machine guns. Ragtag arsenal. Keep your eyes open. You never know what's waiting around the corner. Ellipsis. Assault Android Cactus comes to PS4 digitally. Assault Android Cactus is about a team of androids trying to rescue a spaceship by fighting back against a robot uprising. Over a 25-level campaign, the androids will face screens of enemies, brave bullet-hell-style bosses and environments that switch, shift, and transform around them. them Bunnies comes to PS4 and Vita Digital, and it is is by... In them Bunnies, you are a cute cartoon bunny called Bang Bang who must defend your rabbit burrow against an onslaught of evil bunnies. These bunnies have captured your offspring, and one of them, the evil throat slitter, is holding them hostage. Jesus! I'm in. I'm interested in this one, and I really authentically am because it's surprising that this game actually exists. Okay. PS4 Digital out 3.9. Casey Powell, LaCrosse 16. Oh, Jesus. So this comes out. This is a Wednesday release. Featuring in-depth lacrosse gameplay, high-quality visuals, multi-year via pro mode, competitive online multiplayer, real-time RPG leveling, and character customization, Powell Lacrosse 16 brings the sport to life like never before. I want to see what it is. Actually, you should get
0: the game and enjoy it, but then you should let Tim and Nick do a let's play of it. Of lacrosse? They have no idea. Exactly. They probably never seen lacrosse in their life. Put on the ref shirt, sit in between them, and have them play.
1: What a game lacrosse is, though. Don't die, Mr. Robot comes to PS4. It's digital, and it will be crossed by with PS Vita's version. Which I think came out a while ago. It's Don't Die, Mr. Robot, the cute, colorful, and blissfully frantic action game that arcade fans have been waiting for all their lives. Mr. Robot loves fruit, but whenever he tries to eat one, it it explodes. It's not all bad, though. It's like those- a
0: curse. It's like one of those million-dollar butt questions. You can have a million dollars, but every time you, the thing you love
1: to eat the most, you explodes. Mr. Robot loves fruit, but whenever he tries to eat one, it explodes. <laughs> it's not all bad, though. Those explosions destroy the endless horde of robotic machines trying to squish, zap, stomp, and bite him. Sounds like a miserable life. He's <laughs> <laughs> like sobbing. Maybe this is the time I can taste this apple. Dre comes to PS4 and Vita digitally. It's cross It's out on the 9th, so it's a Wednesday Like release. Dr. Dre? Dre, D-R-E-I-I. Oh, okay. Experience the mesmerizing world of Dre, the award-winning collaborative physics conundrum. Dre is a puzzling game about skill, logic, and friendship. It subtly connects players in real time across the world to help one another in a battle against the gravity. Okay. Hitman! It comes to PS4 digitally. It's out the 11th, so this is a Friday release. As Agent 47, you perform contract hits on high-profile targets in exotic locations around the world. In the March release players have access to the intro pack content prologue mission the paris sanguine fashion show full access to contracts mode escalation mode elusive targets and other live content i forgot i was reading it like this cuz the game isn't complete it's episodic i forgot about that colat comes I out i
0: enjoyed that you 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 like ran through the the french part of it and then you put like the questiony voice on fashion you
1: like Lesney Fashion Show? <laughs> I was like, what am I reading? Colat PS4 Digital. Narrated by Sean Bean and powered by Unreal Engine 4. Colat is an exploration adventure game with elements of horror inspired by a true event known as the Dietlov Pass Incident, a mysterious death of nine Russian hikers, which led to countless unconfirmed hypotheses. Ooh, this sounds cool. I hope, I hope it doesn't yeah. suck. Pixel Hunter comes to Vita digitally. Pixel Hunter is about a hunter whose weapons were stolen. His only thought is to find them. During fun, your trip, you'll fight, fight a variety of enemies and face bosses at the end of each level to reclaim your stolen weapons. Come on, guys. You can do better than that. I believe that you can do better than
0: well, that. I, was, I think the title is confusing. Do I have to hunt pixels?
1: He's a pixel, pixelated hunter. It's just, uh... Rise of the Kasai comes to PS4 digitally as the PS2 game. Rise of the Kasai is a prequel and sequel to the highly acclaimed The Mark of Kree struggle to protect the dark magic of Kree from spreading returns with four playable characters each with their own menacing weapons and deadly combos it's a
0: prequel and sequel that's what it says it I honestly seems, ne-
1: I don't remember even ever seeing this game It seems like I didn't even long, know Mark of Kree had a sequel
0: Like that would be like saying episode one is a prequel and a sequel to
1: it could be four. like just jump around a lot right? oh. Tetromino's comes to PS4 digitally the classic arcade game is back in a supercharged version. For beginners or veterans, Tetraminos offers an easy to learn limitless challenge. Give your brain a workout with the 50 puzzle mode levels, survive as long as possible in endless mode, and rack up the combos to climb to first place in the online ranking. Maybe unlike Ubisoft's shitty Tetris Ultimate, this might actually work. I it sounds out. like
0: a game that was like named by the Macho Man.
1: Tetraminos. Tetramino. Tetramino. <laughs> Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Clancy's The Division comes to PS4 hey! digital and retail. This looks like it's the only retail game this week. Tom Clancy's The Division is a revolutionary next-gen experience that brings the RPG into a modern military setting for the first time. Not true. In the wake of a devastating pandemic that sweeps through New York City. That's the sentence. Wait, give me the sentence again? In the wake of a devastating pandemic that sweeps through New York City. Yeah, that's a fragment. Sounds like a bullet point. A fragment, all right. As an agent... Hey, what, should be in the
0: wake of a yeah. uh, comma.
1: As an agent of The Division, you'll specialize, modify, and level up your gear, weapons, and skills to take back New York on your own terms.
0: My terms, no fat
1: chicks. (laughs) That's the bumper sticker. I'll take back New York and make it the way it was, but no fat chicks. Can you believe people used to drive around that bumper sticker on their car? What a bunch of dicks! Yeah, I believe it. I I absolutely believe. I remember those that world. (laughs) Take it back in your terms, no fat chicks. (laughs) The final game is Whitetail Challenge. Comes to PS3. It's out digitally. Now, this is a hunting game. Yep, on the 9th, Wednesday. It's time to take the Whitetail Challenge. The objective is to harvest the legendary monster buck. To reach this plateau, you must first hunt and survive in the preceding four levels, progressing to the rugged alpine world, home of the legendary buck. Along the journey are perils that can cost you your virtual existence. This is the ultimate survival slash hunting simulation. Do you have the skill to take down the legendary monster buck? I don't. Wait, he's a monster buck? I'm sure he's just really big, but it'd be awesome if he was like...
0: Shooting lasers out of his eyes and shit. You know what I mean? Like he's a real monster. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's it. Now that that's over, it means it's time for topic of the show. Dots, dots, dots. Today's topic of the show is sponsored by Casper Mattresses. Obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to Casper.com slash PS and using the code PS. Listen. You spend about a third of your life sleeping. Let's make sure you're doing it on a good mattress. Casper brings together two comfy technologies for better nights and brighter days. Latex foam and memory foam. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. What an awesome statement. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So... (laughs)
1: Start from the beginning of the sentence. I like, think we can do
0: it. I, I, that was the end of the sentence.
1: Ladies and hurry right <laughs> home. <laughs> you're so, a bizarre <laughs> young man, aren't you?
0: <laughs> so they've got just the right sink, just the right bounce, no matter how you sleep. They've got a risk free trial and return policy. They'll deliver it straight to you. You can try it for 100 days. And if you're not happy, they'll pick it back up. So get fifty dollars towards any mattress purchase by going to Casper.com slash PS and using the offer code PS. Terms and conditions apply. Today's topic of the show, Colin.
1: Comes from kind of funny. Did you ever com. tell you that never happened?
0: <laughs> it's not that I, you know, I'm not knocking the ad at all. It's just it's a funny thing to read. Casper brings together two comfy technologies. Because I've never thought of a technology being comfy together for better nights and brighter days. Latex foam and memory foam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> those are comfy technologies No, I'm,
0: again I'm not arguing at all that it's, it's just like we just went through all the, the you know the funny reads there you read this one I wasn't expecting this when you give me the P- PlayStation Store breakdown I expect funny words and funny sentences they're in on the joke Casper seems like some down ass people Casper brings together two comfy technologies for better nights and brighter days latex foam and memory foam they've got just the right sync, just the right bounce no matter how you sleep Anyways, today's topic of the show comes from Brandon tots. Marlowe tots, 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 over on kind of dot com slash PSQ. He says, hey guys. So over Christmas, I picked up the Nathan Drake collection on PS4 to help fill in a serious gap in my PlayStation catalog. <clears throat> I'd only played Drake's fortune on PS3 and I enjoyed it. So I expected to love the sequels as well for a number of reasons. However, I was not a big fan. What put me off was What put me off the most was that every game had the exact same story beat for beat. I went back and read reviews of Among Thieves and Drake's Deception, but almost none of the reviews even mentioned that each game is basically identical story-wise. My question is, why does Naughty Dog and Uncharted series get a pass for this? Everybody constantly talks about how Naughty Dog are the leaders in in telling great stories, but I'm honestly questioning that, as the writing on Uncharted just seemed lazy to me. P.S. I've been meaning to thank Colin for turning me on to Nino Cooney f- a few years back. Colin was definitely right about that game, Brandon. Now here's the problem. I, I this is if you remember, the reason I gave Uncharted three such a high review, right, was that I was, I loved it so much more than two because I said he's actually quoting me. I feel that Uncharted two was beat for beat Uncharted one. Mm. This is gonna happen. This guy turns on me. Supernatural twist. Ah. Mm. but even that said, I don't agree. You know what I mean? I feel like even though I know what you mean. they're very. See, I feel like I should have. Well, here's the problem with the I know what you mean thing is that sometimes it, it punctuates the sentence nicely, but I'm using it too much. It's like I'm just it's like cinnamon. People like cinnamon on stuff,
1: but I'm putting cinnamon in everything. Right. I got to start limiting the cinnamon. It's like when people it's like what it's like the, the obsession with pumpkin.
0: No, that's perfect, which is a, fucking, perfect. a
1: terrible thing. And I need to stop. We need to stop putting pumpkin in everything no, we need around to. October, November.
0: Well, if we could just have pumpkin stuff all year
1: round. No. It seems like people are selling pumpkin bread all year round in Austin's airport, I really. Fuck, but anyways, fuck this shit. We don't need this the this pumpkin. You know, I'm sick of the pumpkin. You understand?
0: Uh, it's funny you're saying that because a pumpkin is a fucking American vegetable that's kept us alive through many
1: many a cold spell. It is an American vegetable. You understand? I mean, I that? Like everything's American. It doesn't. Well, I guess. So.
0: Got tattoos on your arms about America? You got a shirt on about America? Got your old chamois there, one of the most American things ever made? You mean the <laughs> <laughs> the microfibricus, <laughs> clothiest yeah exactly yes. the thing with the Uncharted thing is that for me I remember when we were covering Uncharted 1 and they were talking to us about it and it's a pulp adventure and they were like you know other pulp adventures are like Indiana Jones right and I feel like we've always compared Uncharted to that that has been like mm-hmm. that but I feel like with that frame of reference that lens is why Uncharted is so successful is that even though If you play Uncharted 3, you're going to get more out of Uncharted 3 if you've played 2 and 1. You could jump in at 3 and be fine. You know what I mean? It tells you a story that has a beginning, a middle, and an end. You know what I mean? By the end time the credits roll, it's over. There's no hanging thread of what's going to... You know, when Uncharted 4 picks up, we're going to find out what happened here, right? Like, they're self-contained pulp adventures. And so, even when I say Uncharted 2 is Uncharted 1 beat for beat, right? It's not... It's not I, there's still moments in there and lines in there and characters in there and experiences and set pieces and all these other things that make it more than a copy of the same thing I just played. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I stopped it. I stopped that one.
1: Because I let one go a little earlier, but I was gonna have to call that one Thank you. But yeah, I, I don't I don't necessarily uh, there's just a structure to these kinds of stories. I, I do agree that there's there's some overlap with one and two specifically. I do think three is different. Um, and I think three is the best one. But uh, like, how out of the box can you go and still make it feel like something familiar? Which is like what the pulp adventure is supposed to be. Yeah, you know the the um you know pulp, the the idea of a pulp story comes from the, the 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 shitty paper that these things were written on back in the day, and people would read a bunch of these and you know like basically discard them because right. a lot of them are the same. But they like their stories, and so I mean I'm not using that as an excuse, but they're not writing you know a, a fucking you know Amy Hennig wasn't writing. Uh, for as brilliant as she was, she wasn't writing something that was like going to revolutionize storytelling. <coughs> it was revolutionizing the way games told stories, and so I don't think that um, we have to, you know, think too deeply about that. that's why I'm interested to see what Uncharted Four is going to be like with her fingerprints, maybe just cursor cursorily on it, but not really. Sure. Um, if this is going to be any different than that, but you know, it's a, it's a legitimate complaint. I just don't agree, and I, I don't know how you could. Some people do like Drake's Fortune more than Among Thieves or Drake's Deception, but I don't I don't understand how that can possibly be. You know, like not not to me. I, I can I can I can understand Among Thieves if you've played all three of and them. And you're
0: talking just story
1: or gameplay? Just everything about okay. the games. Like, well, I, I mean, the I, gameplay I, in Uncharted and the, the, it changes, sure. but not.
0: Well, it gets refined, refined, refined. Yeah,
1: over refined. Right. would say in three until they patched it. I remember the game was broken. Right, 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 right. Yeah, they had a big problem with that.
0: But I mean, like, you know, everybody constantly talks about how no Idea Dog are the leaders in great storytelling, but I'm honestly questioning that. Like, I don't. Even with the same, let's say they are the same beats, right? Even though, again, I think Uncharted 3 is so much different, right? It's the way the characters talk to each other and interact and the way you feel about them based on what you're playing. You know what I mean? There's so much more to it than being the exact same story. I don't know. I don't agree. You know what I mean? Naughty Dog's in a different class and on a different level, I think. And I think the games speak of themselves. As it. it's It's so...
1: Rare. I haven't even ever had to formulate this argument,
0: I feel like. Right. Because no, I, I never hear people talk.
1: Yeah. And I just, you know, I, I don't I would feel this way with The Last of Us, too, in the sense that I don't know that I'm looking at The Last of Us or the Uncharted trilogy and being like, these are exceptional fucking stories. I'm like, no, this is awesome for a video game to tell a story like this. So I'm not. If I want a great, amazing story, I'm not going to go to a game for it. I'm sorry, you know. I, I, it's just I'm not at that point yet. I play the game. I like story-driven games. I think it's fun to interact with things. Play like Bioshock. Play like Spec Ops. Play like Catherine Gone Home. But if I want a fundamental story, I don't know that I'm going to go to games. So I think that we could just kind of remove that from the equation. The games are not nearly on the level that a book or a movie or a TV show are on yet because it, it's still young. So it's impressive to see a game that's not a knock against games. That's saying like they're still coming in their own. It's still a very embryonic kind of thing right now. So we can't look at these stories like, well, Uncharted. Yeah, is Uncharted's story like revolutionary? No, but, but in 2007 when Uncharted came out on PlayStation 3, that was a pretty significant step up for the way games told stories. And yeah. we have to kind of separate those things. The Last of Us is not nearly as good as The Road. When it comes to post apocalyptic stories, I mean, close. But for video games, that's a really fucking awesome game and a really awesome story. And the way you go through it is really cool. So I think we have to kind of separate these two things and kind of qualify the way we feel about them. And
0: isn't that part of the the argument, too, that you are talking about, you know, games versus books or whatever? It, it is the combination that what makes a game the game is the story mixed with the gameplay, right? Sure. And so, like, what I, is, you know, kind of. When I, when I was reading this, in what seems offensive, right? When he's like, "Blah blah blah," I'm honestly question the writing on Uncharted. Just seems lazy to me, right? Like
1: I always hate that lazy complaint. I but you,
0: shame. and that's the thing is like Amy Hennig is anything but lazy. We know Amy Hennig. Sure, but I'm, but I'm even just lazy and putting that even next to Naughty Dog, right? You sit there and you think about like uh, in Uncharted 2, like the train, right? And how they made such a big deal, like the train was actually going on this path and doing that, and that's why it shifted this way and did it. And they could have done it where. You were on the train, and the world was blowing by you, and the train was stationary, but they were so intent on nailing that, right, that they built the
1: train out and actually had infinite track or whatever in one giant loop or whatever the hell it was. And let me—Amy Hennig doesn't need me to defend her, of all people, but let me just say that saying the writing is lazy, like you don't know anything about Amy Hennig or her approach to writing or her method— if you think she's lazy, she is the antithesis and opposite of a lazy writer. She's probably too obsessive and too in the fucking uh, in the weeds with a lot of the things. And what I saw and it came out with a good result, but I've been in her office before. With she had when I interviewed her for the history of Naughty Dog, they were working on Uncharted Four at the time. They didn't talk about it, but that's what they were doing. It was obvious, and we you know we we're, we're, you know kind of alluded to that. But she had books strewn all over her office on her desk on a little table in the corner about pirates and, and 17th century ships and all sorts of weird, you know, like, and we were going over that kind of stuff. She had a, a, f- a shelf full of DVDs and movies and books that were just reference points for Uncharted scores, hundreds of things. She was studious to the utmost degree. She is not like, I, I, I want to just nip that in the because I know he said it kind of, you know, kind of in passing, but Amy Hennig, is a student of writing and a student of storytelling in video games and uh, lazy she is not. You know, so um, I do take issue with that as someone, you know her better than I do, but, but as someone who knows her and as someone who's interviewed her extensively, as someone who's spent time in her space and talked to her about her method and talked to her about the, her approach, please.
0: I hear you. So there you go. Tots. I don't know why did more reviews not mention that the things were beat for beat. It's because they weren't as good as Greg Miller's reviews. That's all I'm saying.
1: Colin. Yeah. It's trophy time.
0: Oh. What do you got for me this week? Well,
1: I think we'll just concentrate on one game, which is the division. Ooh. So uh, there are other trophies to talk about, but you know who cares right now? Um, so there are... Obviously the platinum. Let me go back real quick if I can. I can't. Can't go back. So the division has... 42 bronzes, 5 silvers, 3 golds, and a platinum. So, pretty steep amount of A meaty list.
0: Too many bronzes.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Um, So, there seems to be uh, story-driven ones. Uh, So, get to Manhattan. This seems to be one you're going to get pretty quickly. I'm going to get it right after I get done with this show. Secure a sample of the original virus strain. Blah, blah, blah. I won't get any deeper in that because there's going to be some spoilers here. But it seems like um, when I scroll through this, reach level 30. Mm Mm-hmm. Is a gold. Discover all of the safe houses in Manhattan is a bronze. Finish all of the missions at level 30 on the hard difficulty is a gold. At level 30, start and complete a co op mission without anyone being downed or dying. So there are online trophies. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, activate 63 echo scenes. Have you seen an echo scene yet? Not yet. Not that I know of. I would imagine they make a big deal about it. And then there are a lot of collectibles. So extract 16 aerial photos from crashed drones, recover 24 survival handbook pages. Extract 130 phone recordings from phones found in Manhattan. Retrieve 20 missing first wave division agent profiles. Extract 40 audio incident reports. Regroup the failow and the base of operations. And then there's a bunch of rescue, like rescue these people. Fully upgrade the base of operations. Equip 10 different skill mods. Finish off 50 enemies using skills. Purchase the canine unit and pediatric care base of operations. Deconstruct 100 items. Craft 10 items. Craft a high-end item. Join or create a group. So then this is we're getting into some co-op stuff, I think revive a teammate 20 times in co-op which you can probably just milk that if you wanted to knock a guy down do heal or buff 100 times whilst in a group complete 20 missions as part of a group close a car door whilst in cover why are they using the term whilst I did
0: that I got that already Greg Miller
1: kill one enemy with each of the six gun classes successfully extract a contaminated item from the dark zone extract an item at all eight extraction zones extract a superior or high end up item from the dark zone Kill a named elite in the dark zone, kill ten named enemies in the dark zone, kill a player who has gone rogue and kill twenty rogue agents. It doesn't sound impossible. No, it doesn't sound terrible. Usually when you start putting online trophies in there, I get annoyed real
0: quick. Most of that just I had a read, not even knowing, you know, some of the dark zone how it works in terms of like, you know, the elite, whatever, whatever. I think that sounds like it could be a Platinum. It could be Platinum motor
1: Yeah, there's some... I mean, the, I like that they strayed away from... Uh, there's not too many online trophies. It sounds like if you wanted to legit play by yourself, you can probably get 75% or more of the trophies. Um, the Dark Zone, I don't know that you can really go into without help. Yeah. Maybe you can. <clears throat> I'll try. We'll you will, I'll always
0: help you. I'll be there.
1: I want to be alone. In I want to talk to
0: you. I understand.
1: You're going to need some help, big guy. I'm
0: going to be there. Got my submachine gun. <clears throat> A little laser sight on it.
1: Oh, that's cute. Yeah. 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 So that's it for that. Well, Greg. <clears> By the <throat> way, Pinball, I'm just looking in your mind, Pinball Arcade has 96 trophies now. Jeez. all the DLC. Zen Pinball? No, no Pinball, pinball arcade. arcade. Okay.
0: Is that the one that's like more real? Yeah. Okay. Some of those trophies were hard as hell. Some of those games were hard as hell, I remember. Played Fair it enough. at the DMV, I remember, for a day. We have a trophy time question from Lou Kay. No, it's Lucy. Okay. She at first her she spells her name L U C A A Y with an exclamation mark. And then she signs and Thanks, Lucy, with a smiley emoticon. So we'll just call her Lucy. Okay. Hello, Greg and Colin. Hello. I have a trophy time related question for you. No. I, oh, all right. On to, no. <laughs> I was wondering what you got, what you guys' thoughts were on trophy pictures, as I'm not sure if I've ever heard you discuss them. For instance, is there a certain game you like the trophy pictures for? E.g., I think Fallout games are all are always, well. I think Fallout games are always great. Or do you find it disappointing when no effort is put into them, like for Beyond Two Souls? Or do you not really think about them at all? Thanks, Lucy. PS, I love you. I don't think I don't
1: think they're necessary, but I mean, it's I cool like that them they're there exactly.
0: I don't think they're necessary, but I enjoy a good one. I like the divisions ones; those are cool looking, right? I always thought that for a game as iconic as DC Universe Online,
1: their trophies were just like whatever. There was like outlines, a little bit of comic art. Wait around. a minute, read the question again. I think we're talking about two different things. Is she talking about the icons? That's what I thought she was talking about. What do you think she's talking about? I thought she was talking about the PS4 taking pictures when you get a trophy. No, she's talking about
0: icons. Okay, is what I'm talking about. Because she says, for instance, is there certain games that have great trophy pictures? EG,
1: I, uh, Fallout. I thought okay. Fallout I, 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 I never guy. called. Them, I never heard them called trophy pictures. So I understand what she's what saying. Calling? Icons. The icons. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what they're actually called. Sony probably no. has some fucking stupid name that they call them, and then a little trademark symbol after them. So yeah, I misunderstood exactly. the thing completely. Okay. They are yeah. necessary. Of course, they're necessary. I'm, I'm, I want to back up. They are necessary. There are cool ones. The Fallout ones are a great example. Yeah. I thought she was talking about like like what when you, game when rewards you get a trophy and you take it. Yeah, and, like, what game would reward, like, has cool scene like, you know. That's
0: stupid, because those are always, those, that was a cool idea, and, like, sometimes, maybe one out of 20 times, I'll look, I want to tweet out a platinum or whatever, just a cool trophy, like, that's, oh, that was a cool screenshot, but generally, they're always, my character's standing there from behind the trophy, and I'm, like, looking at a corner of the room.
1: There was, like, something going on with mine, too, where, with Far Cry Primal, where I'd get the trophy, and I'd hit the button immediately to see, and it would take a picture of me, like, going into the menu. Like, from the PlayStation Eye? You're sitting in bed going into the menu? Gotta hope the PlayStation Eye and see what I'm doing in bed. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, Fallout's a great example um, of great trophies. I don't like the ones that don't, a lot, of game, a lot of games don't have good ones. Yeah, and it is
0: lazy, I think, just to have the bronze, to have the silver, to have the whatever. Get in there. Do something cool. Based around your main character. Even Uncharted, I've never been a fan of. There's like... No, ew, I don't like so bad. The 50 I,
1: I, on bronze. Everything world. about them. That's why I can't wait to see one, if they've learned any lessons with Uncharted 4, for God's sake. No, I think it's going to be the same thing because, as ours. well. Because like, after Uncharted 3, I'm like, it can't get any worse than this. And The Last of Us' is was fucking awful. Just one of the worst... Tro- yeah. Not at all equivalent to the greatness of the game. The exact opposite. It's like a one. Yeah, and last uh, was well, I, a I think I
0: finished with like a silver and a bronze. Like, yeah, hey, right. Well, fuck this, S-
1: fucking bullshit. Yeah. I hated that goddamn trophy list. Uncharted four better be better. It better
0: be better. I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be uncharted. they want to send you out the way you came in, The boot up your ass? Put some thought in it here's a the- shotgun. Go kill fifty people.
1: And then some of them were just getting so stupid. It's like roll around and pick up ammo <laughs> twenty <laughs> times in a row or something. I'm like Are you guys fucking kidding me? Who's doing this organically? Shouldn't the idea of every trophy just be at least a chance that it's going to happen? I agree with that. I like that. I like a good organic trophy because like there today, are some I, that are ridiculous.
0: I didn't go that. In, in, I glanced at the divisions list, right, and I was basically like looking if there's going to be a lot of multiplayer, and I was like, okay, there isn't, and jumped in. And so when I was in cover and I closed the door and it popped, I was like, ah, oh, neat. I like when that happens.
1: Okay, time for reader mail. Mailatov cocktail.
0: Oh, mailman Carl Malone. <laughs> ap <laughs> newman says hi greg and colin given the recent news stories of the xbox exclusive games going to pc and integration between those platforms do you think playstation exclusives will ever come to pc and what factor do you think will push sony in that direction eg halo going to pc xbox exclusives selling well low future console sales nintendo colin been wrong thanks ash ps do you think it weird that Halo on PC would be enough for me to completely abandon PlayStation for PC. Yes, I think that's weird. Um you're already seeing this happen. Right? I mean, he's talking about the exclusives. So, I'm going to say No Man's Sky. I'm going to put that out there. That's going to PC. Console
1: exclusives. Right? I well, mean, he didn't say that. But all I'm he saying said, you're saying they were saying, nev- No Man's Sky was never an exclusive.
0: Right. Yeah, yes, exactly, exactly. I'm using I'm using the very much Xbox PlayStation mm-hmm. console exclusives. Right, so console exclusives. But let's dial it back from there. Um I just lost it. The game that just went... Uh, one of our games that we like a lot just went... Uh, Helldivers. Helldivers went over to
1: PC Yeah, Helldivers well. went to PC. Yeah. That, so, this... there <clears throat> Second-party games or Sony-published games have gone Street Fighter V. Yeah. Is a good example of this. That was released concurrent. I think they know they can make money on that platform. We've not, as far as I know, seen a first-party developed game go to PC. And I'm not sure that that's going to happen. I'm racking my brain trying to see if I'm wrong. If there's some exception, I can't think of it. Um, so I think I would... I, I think I'm pretty pretty much positive <laughs> yeah, about know. that. Um, so like nothing from Naughty Dog or Sucker Punch or Polyphony or whatever. Like none of those games are yeah, yeah. Bloodborne was a game that a lot of people thought would go to PC. I don't think that's ever going to happen. There's no reason for them to do that. Their strategy is different than Microsoft's strategy, I think. and and Because Microsoft has a, a horse in the PC race with Windows Gaming and the Windows operating system generally. So there's a lot of cross-pollination and synergy, as it were. That can be kind of um, garnered and taken advantage of. There, Sony has no such qualms about keeping things on PlayStation because they do not give a flying fuck about Windows. Um, so, do you think that remote play is a first step towards maybe testing those waters, seeing that, that it could be? But yeah. I think that it. I think their whole argument could just be like, well, you have to have a PlayStation Four. You can play your games on your PC if you want, but yeah, you need a PS Four. There's no reason for them to change change tracks. I w- I do want to say ancillary to this, but because Microsoft and Xbox did come up in some substantive way. Uh, It was crazy to hear about Lionhead and Press Play being shut down today. Yeah. Uh, Because we've talked a great deal about Sony's internal studios truncating (coughs) with the closure of, uh, you know, Liverpool and with the closure of Zipper and with closure of Big Big, etc. But you don't see that with Microsoft too often. And two of their studios shut down today. Um, so our best goes out to them affected but what really surprised me was Lionhead not so much because I, I feel like you know I Molyneux mean, bur- not there anymore they've and, been and, burning yeah. on that game forever and so and they're no probably just ever like, been excited for it. and you have to remember it's, Microsoft's clearly willing to just remove money and remove like sunken costs they did the same thing with Phantom Dust which was not a first party game but or a first party developed game but an IP they own and they just sunk a bunch of money and they're like you're, you're done um, so they did the same thing with Fable Press Play was more shocking to me because they just acquired that studio like not too long ago yeah. and they didn't make I don't think anything of any consequence after Max. So, which was a launch the Xbox One game. Um, they were working on Project Knoxville and they had that really novel approach of having three ideas and then people voted on which one they should do and they did. Um, so I'd be interested to see what what went on with that, that yeah. uh, with all of that, because that was, Lionhead again is the bigger story, but not a, the bigger surprise. Press play was a huge surprise to me. They just bought that studio.
0: Yeah, and, pe- and it was well-received, Max. I remember when I didn't like Max when I played it and people were like, oh no, that was, it was good. i was like, all right, didn't work for
1: me. Yeah, they did that game Kalimba or something like that too. It was a connect game, I think. Yeah. I think that's what it
0: was called. No, Kalimba Col- was different. I played Kalimba with Christine. That wasn't a connect game, unless there was another game similarly titled that, but I played a co op thing.
1: Maybe that's what it was. It's yeah. their
0: game, though, I think. Okay. Oh, here, while you look, I'm going <coughs> to blow my nose and get more water. Talk to the kids.
1: Yeah, Kalimba came out, Xbox One, December 17, 2014, and then Windows, April twenty second, 2015, Puzzle Platformer. Press Play was the developer. Uh, I guess, yeah, so it's not, yeah, It is a. it doesn't look like it's a... Yeah, so they acquired the studio in 2012 and they shut it down less than four years later. And up. Yeah, they made Max and the Magic Marker, which was on PS3. I play, I remember review, I think I reviewed it, if I remember correctly. Maybe not. Tentacles Enter the Dolphin, which was a droid I, an Android Tentacles and iOS game. Tentacles Enter a Dolphin. Enter the, the Dolphin. Tentacles Enter the Dolphin. Not Tentacles Enter a Dolphin. <laughs> Max, The Curse of Brotherhood, which was an Xbox One game. Tentacles Enter the Mind. Kalimba and then Knoxville, which was canceled. Kalimba was fun. Anyway, this has nothing to do with PlayStation, but People I did want like to watch them. Yeah.
0: Neither did all the stuff in the beginning of the show. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. Ryzo in it says, Hey, Colin and Greg, I've recently subscribed to the Vita lounge on Patreon and have been loving their monthly magazine. No print isn't dead. Vita lounge, is a good magazine. I subscribe to it too. (laughs) Through reading a few, Through reading a couple of their developer interviews and being pretty on the pulse with the Vita news myself, I've come to the conclusion that Oddworld Inhabitants and Double Fine are the realest MVPs when it comes to developing for our favorite handheld. Every single Oddworld game is on the Vita. Every single one. Double Fine has released Broken Age and Grim Fandango Remastered on Vita and are also working on bringing Day of the Tentacle and Full Throttle Remastered to the handheld. As a huge Vita fan, I know I can count on both of them to keep keep propping up the Vita's Rotting remains long after it has passed away. My question is to you. Who else do you think will be long supporters of the Vita until the bitter end? Cheers, Ryan. P.S. I would love for you to come to my house so I could cook you a nice dinner.
1: I like that Drinkbox is uh making a Vita exclusive still and that's not out yet. Um and severed. See, I don't like that it's not out yet. Get it out. Well, I mean, I they they have to get it out, but I like that they're they they, they committed. They got, their, they got their butter bread their their bread buttered, rather, by Vita Gamers. Yeah, oh, I think they for sure so saw think, that. And I think that um, with Guacamele and with Mutant Blobs, Mutant which Blobs, was a launch well, game I mean, that, sold very well.
0: Exactly. When that launched, I and mean, that was like one of the ones where I was beating the drum of like, if you're going to get a Vita, get that game. And it was only like, what, five bucks or nine bucks or whatever it was. I was like, you have to get it. You know what I mean? It was such a great idea. And then you had Guacamelee, of course. I think when you're talking about people who have been great to it and are going to continue to be great to it, NIS. NIS puts out so many games for Vita, they're going to continue to do that.
1: Yeah, NIS is good. AXIS is good. Mm-hmm. A- AKYS uh, Ysy, yeah. Uh, Access and then Idea Factory and Exceed. And Exceed, yeah. There, there are especially Japanese specific publishers that you know the Vita is thriving in Japan right now. Second best selling platform in Japan in 2015.
0: That's good. I like the Vita. Me too. Yeah. I, I mean, realistically, how long do you think the Vita has a thriving? Right. How long? Thriving. Are, I don't like, know. What? What? Right now, how we have it. How much longer do we have it? Like two years.
1: Yeah. Oh wow, that's pretty. I think I don't think that Sony even pulls it until 2018 at the earliest. There's no reason. Like, what they can? It's probably they're just like, well, it's it's there. It's doing nothing. Do anything. So it's why not?
0: Okay. Oh wow. Royals? Oh no, actually, I'm sorry. I was going to say Royals. Now, man, he probably means Royal Snowman but Royals now, man, would make sense too, man. It's the Royals year. Dear Greg and Colin, kinda funny. Funny. I know both of you guys are excited to play The Division, but I haven't heard any discussion from you around that game since the open beta. I thought for sure there would be a Let's Play video or Twitch streaming, but there isn't, or I just missed it. I thought maybe the embargo was not lifted would not lift high imaginations. And then I found out that there's no embargoes and there's no early copies released to the press. That means there's probably no detailed review about the game for a week. That normally doesn't mean anything good. I can't remember the last game that didn't give out review copies and still end up with good reviews across the board. I was actually burned on watchdogs from Ubisoft a couple of years ago. I didn't wait for the review and bought it anyway. And it sucked. However, I've already reordered the division based on my experience from the beta and I'm on the fence to cancel it and wait it out. My question is, should I be worried about the game's quality? And what do you think about this strategy? Cause this strategy obviously worked for Ubisoft in the past. And I really want to vote with my wallet. Thanks. Royals. Now, man, I think this is one of those situations that's complicated, but I do believe it's wanting our cake, having our cake and eating it too in a way, right? We can't ha- have games given to press in a press environment reviewed that way. They get nines and 8.5s and then at launch, the systems are totally fucked and broken. You know what I mean? Granted, I don't think Ubisoft's doing this because fair playing field for all we want. We want the reviews to reflect exactly what they're, you know what I mean? Like that's not what's happening, but it also isn't necessarily a bad thing. I know that you want to go out there on launch day and open up IGN and open up GameSpot spot and see the review and know what's happening and be on the ball. But this isn't a bad thing. I, like, I always found it mind-boggling when people got mad at us for doing reviews in progress for a game, right? You get a game, you put up the, I've played the single player or whatever, I'm going to multiplayer this, or it's an online only game and I'm not going to be, you know, blah, blah, blah. and people would be so mad that there wasn't a review score. But I don't understand why you wouldn't want to know as de- much detailed information as possible because the... Alternative is you get these reviews that are based on a situation you won't be facing at home, and then the servers do crash and everything goes to shit. What you said in there, I think that is the most telling to me, is that you pre-ordered it based on your beta experience. Like that should be all you need to know. You played that game. I I mean, like I, you know, based on my friend Scott, I think he played like eight hours in the beta or whatever, right? And was totally in, which amplified me, and I was like, good. I don't need to play anymore. I know it works and it's good. Like you know, the game's good. I, I think people give not the division but games in general and beta is too much credit like yeah I've been re- retweeting all those uh, images of people finding my name in the game right not who the, Greg Miller's a pretty goddamn common name I don't know if it's about me but people are like oh man I wonder if they'll keep it in the game like yes that wasn't just a beta easter egg that's how the that's the game you're playing the game that's what the you know what I mean like mm. that's what the whole point of the thing is is like to get in there and experience and test their servers and try this why did it happen this way I imagine they are committed to having big servers and having an awesome day one experience that doesn't crash out and explode. So those servers do need to be rebooted. And I can tell you as a press person, it always sucked playing a game like that where if you were playing something and you did enjoy online, you put all this work in and it's going to get erased. I remember little big planet. That was always a big problem of like, sure, go ahead and try all the creation tools. And like you'd put, I put, you know, 10 hours into a level or whatever. And it's like, all right, cool. We got to wipe them. And it's a like, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, come on. And so I don't know how much of that is. I don't know how I I, based on I've heard, you know, like our friends like Sean Pitts, one of the best friends. I remember him tweeting about the experience of the beta actually had him leaning towards canceling his pre-order. Right. I'm sure he wasn't alone. I'm sure there's people who had negative thoughts and I wouldn't be surprised if Ubisoft looked at that and was like, well, fuck it. You know, I mean, maybe early reviews don't do us any favors because they're no regardless. Any game you put out is going to have people who don't like it. But I don't know if this is a different one because of the fact that it is a game that even though you don't have to play it online, apparently like in my world, right? Like I ran into the checkpoint Charlie or whatever and ran in like the places filled like a lobby, like an MMO lobby with people in there that are doing the same thing. And that's part of the game. The fact that you are this division and you feel that I'm not sure what what their motivations were. We'd have to ask them and know. And even then you get a PR answer, but I don't think it's a bad thing. It can be. We always talk about this, right? But we always talk about it. When we talk about it, we talk about something six years ago of like, we've requested copies of the game and we haven't gotten them. So that we're going to have to go buy it at the store. That's a bad sign, right? The thing with Ubisoft and, and especially this game is, you know, it's Monday. The servers went live at 5am and copies were delivered to my door at eight. You know
1: what I mean? They're not trying to hide this game. I think they're just trying to get all the ducks in a row. They're Clearly not trying to hide it. Cause there was a beta too. Yeah. And it wasn't closed and it wasn't done by QA or they didn't pay a firm to do it for them. They, they, they really it into the open, which is a cheaper way and an easier way for them to do it, but also a risky way. You, my assumption is is there's multiple things about the division. A that they probably want to have the populated servers because that's going to be important to the game. Um, not only that the game functions, but to prove that the game functions to kind of allay fears of people. And also, I think this goes back to the point I was making at E3 that maybe they're they're just being like it's just it's not five years ago. Like our, our day one reviews are just not that important anymore. Like yeah. our marketing guys are telling us we have uh you know half a million pre-orders or whatever. Like we don't. I mean, I'm just making that number up, but yeah, like whatever course. it is, where they're like we don't have we're not going to push the needle at all by making these. Like we actually it's too risky for us. To do anything but just release the game in the wild at the same time to everyone, and uh, I'm you know Ubisoft's a very very uh, smart company with a lot of people working there that 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 concentrate on very specific minutiae and and I'm sure that they looked at their numbers and the division's been burning a long time and they're like let's just do it this way and uh, I think that's smart. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I I'm more perplexed by the fact that you played the beta and didn't believe enough in the experience that now you're worried about it. You know what I mean? Because I and I guess that betas have gone bad before in this, that, and the other, but like you're playing an extended demo. You know what I mean? That's the whole thing. We always ask why there are there more demos now and they've been replaced by beta's, right? And the beta experience from what I what I understood is, you know, somebody who barely touched it but listened, you know, ear to the ground, was that it was well received. You gotta yeah. trust yourself sometimes.
1: Yeah. I also think the division is just gonna be a good game. So you know, we'll see how we'll see how it all shakes up. Sure. Having not played a single second of it and just seen some things about it. I watched you play it a little bit today. Yeah. I think it's going to be exactly what you think it's going to be.
0: Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's what I was was talking about. I made a joke about the gloves earlier, but like, that's what I thought it was going to be. And that's what I'm totally stoked to do. Go through, kill a bunch of these guys in hoodies, ransack their bodies. Great. Let's go on to the next quest. You know what I mean? Keep leveling up. I know what you mean. Damn it. Joshy86 says, hello, gentlemen. Remember he wrote into kind of funny.com slash PSQ. Just like you can, I'm a newish listener and I've been loving everything about this show until recently. A couple weeks ago, Fallout 4 Settlements came up on the show, then again on the Gamescast. You both stated that you hope Bethesda leaves this out of future games. Even though settlement building remains one of my favorite parts of the game, I understand they may not be everyone's cup of tea. My question is this, why do people, yourselves included, get upset when things like this are included in a game? Since it doesn't interfere with the rest of the game and could easily be ignored if you don't care about the Platinum, why say you don't want it to be included? Why not instead applaud the developers for putting extra stuff in their games? Thanks for keeping me company on long drives, Josh. PS, even though we disagree sometimes, I still love you. We still love you too, Josh, but you're wrong. The, the problem here is that Fallout 4, and Colin, I think you'll agree with me here, doesn't make a huge leap from Fallout 3. And one of the few bullet points they can put on their box to say this is why Fallout 4 is better than or different than Fallout 3 is this settlement system that everybody who gets the Platinum can tell you is busted and doesn't track happiness correctly. And then, as I'll tell you, just isn't fun to do. Like, it is the new feature. So even though we're not giving you reviews of the game, they took a swing and missed. You know what I mean? Like, I
1: don't want that to go to Elder Scrolls. I don't want that to be... I don't want them to double down on that. Well, I think that most people would agree with us. And I think that it's 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 oversimplified but it's not to say that it does affect other parts of the game game development game development is about money and resources right so if there's a pie chart of little slivers of investments that bethesda made into the game and these guys are writing it and these guys are coding it and then they had to take a few people probably and like, you guys are gonna make this work and those guys could have been done to made pathfinding work better for your fucking followers or they could have you know done all sorts of different things to make the game run better in other ways. But so like there is an opportunity cost with everything that's in a game and any game developer would tell you that. Yeah. So you have to like let some things go and that's not something they did let go and they like it and they they did show it off when the game was revealed and they're proud of it I'm sure. And I'm sure that some people play it but and clearly they're seeing they must be getting feedback that people are playing it because they're investing some DLC and and, you know some ideas into it. And I I think that they probably I still
0: still think that the tracks might have been laid for that. Maybe but
1: they could they also had time to back out. They had dad. They I mean, the game came out in November. They didn't really announce it until February. They had four months to look at metrics and be like, well, we don't have to do this. or We shouldn't do this. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're not. But um, but I, I don't know. I, I just think that there's there's so much more to it than to say, like, well, this is here for, you know, X, Y, you know, these few people. And I'm like, well, but if this wasn't here, something else would be more refined or better. There'd be something new elsewhere in the game that could be better. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's just that's what makes why, yeah. sense. Yeah. You know, not that he's right or wrong. I'm just saying there is an opportunity cost. If the team has 100 people, which Fall Force had way more than that, but if, if a team had 100 people and five of them had to go work on this thing, that means that five of them weren't working on something else. Agreed. Final question of the week
0: comes from kindoffunny.com slash PSQ, just like you can write in, just like Church of Baseball did. Good evening, guys. How did he know we'd be recording it at night? P.S. I love you is always the highlight of my busy week as I study journalism at a very tough university. Parentheses. P.S. Colin... You are my industry hero. Oh, that's very nice. Thank you. I've been obsessed with the first parties in the upcoming E3, and I came to a realization. Scott Rohde said that Sucker Punch is still in the beginning stages of their new game.
1: This makes me wonder, do you think we'll see them at E3? Colin? No. Why? too early I, I think that they're if anything we're straying towards later releases like announcing things closer to release and i'm not entirely positive they've settled on their new project like uh
0: shuhay's played it he said it, E3. Yeah, he
1: played a prototype like i, 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 I we don't know it's being green lit we don't know if they have other ideas we have not uh, soccer punch has earned space and time to figure things out and I, i'm sure that by now they've probably figured it out but uh because you, know, you know the burn rate of a studio that big working on nothing for a long time is yeah. a lot millions of dollars but um yeah, I don't. I, I think it's too soon. I think this. I think this E3. It's obvious. That you're gonna see Bend. I don't know. I say that every year. Uh, I, think, <laughs> He's I think. every show. Uh, but I think Santa Monica um, will probably ah. be there. Um, I think that'll probably be the big reveal. So um, for the first party, and probably something from a second party studio as well. So like an Order 1886 style PlayStation 4 exclusive. Sure. I wouldn't count on seeing Sucker Punch now. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think that
0: even though we make the joke that Shue has played it or whatever, I think that even that he—it's what you said—he's playing a prototype. Like there's—I don't think that they're far enough along to come out and be like, "Here's the game," and it comes out this fall. No, and so if they're not going to say that, then why even tease it? You know what I mean? Now, granted, you can look at Horizon. They te- they announce Horizon, do Horizon, comes out the next year. But even then, are we that close? It's what you're saying. You know what I mean? That. It takes long to make these games. Time is spent. You need to let these ideas marinate right before you put them out. And, and they need Horizon.
1: Within. I don't think that Horizon. I don't know that they intended on announcing Horizon that early. I think that they looked at their catalog. We got we got to announce something. You think so? Yeah. Because Th- what else is? I mean, there's Uncharted. Sure. That we already knew about. Yeah. Uh, there was The Last Guardian, which like no one believes is even real still. Um. You're not left with much else. I mean, you have dreams, but that's not going to make a huge impact. I still don't mm-hmm. know what that game is. I know people are mad at me for You'll that. Find out just... at GDC. Um, so I think that Horizon was one of those games where I'm like, we like, we got to say something. It looked good. <laughs> and you though. guys are. It, it, it did. It though. wasn't running great, but it, it but it, but, it, but it, it was far enough along where they were like, well, make a vertical slice and let's just yeah, do this. And, and the vertical slice, by the way, was identical between E3 and Gamescom or E3 and PSX. So. Um, I think that you're going to see more of that. I mean, that was always. Oh, yeah, the, that's going to be huge. The, buck, the
0: bucking of the trend of the. And we're not going to make a million demos. We're going to make you one demo we're going to work on this goddamn game.
1: I'm really hoping that game hits this fall. I, I think that it has to. It has to. It has to come out this fall. Okay. I think it will. I think it will
0: too. I think it has a chance to slip, but I don't think it will.
1: Yeah, I think, that, I I think that they can't go another fall without a big game. And unless something they haven't announced yet is going to be at the big game this fall, which I I don't know why they would do that.
0: PlayStation VR, man.
1: Yeah, but you need a PS4 game. I know, I know, I know. That wasn't my real
0: out. (laughs) I'm just saying. That's what they tell you. Just like I'm going to tell you, it's time to talk about PS. I love this best friend XOXO. And to tell you, it's sponsored by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for the Epic Geek and gamer items for pop culture gear for less than $20 a month. You get four to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique, one of a kind items and more. Make sure you head to loot PS and enter the code PS to save $3 on any new subscription. Lootcrate crate is more than just a subscription service. It's an entire community of fans that share their experience and interact with each other around the unboxing of each month's crate and they guarantee $40 or more in every crate sometimes a lot more every month. There's a different theme and all the items are curated around that theme. This month's theme is versus celebrating is some of much, the greatest man. rivalries in pop culture. Dark Knight versus man and steel check alien versus predator. Of course daredevil versus punisher. Sure. Spock versus mere Universe
1: Spock. (laughs) Stretch it a little bit. You you didn't even need to put that in there. You could have just had that, that, and that. Our exclusive items
0: include something you can display, something you can wear, and something you can use. And don't forget our tea and loot pin. Remember, you have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, Jackie T, that's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash PS and enter the code P.S. Save $3 on your new subscription today. Hey, guys. I love I love Loot Crate. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. A lot of exciting things are happening at Loot Crate. <laughs> uh, P.S. I love this best friend, so XO, XO. Like I know. It's the that. worst. He's going to walk in one day and be like, I don't sound like that." Uh, is where we read off one of you who needs PSN friends. You go to kindofunnycom slash forums. You go there. You click into the P.S. I love you board. You put in this thing. Is it forums or forum? You think they both go to kindofunnycom slash forum. Give me, give me a search there. Today's is Timothy Callahan. Timothy Callahan writes in and says, Yo, I am riding the hype train all the way to the division and would like some friends to join me on this adventure. This will be my first multiplayer game I'm going to invest time in. I've always been a fan of Tom Clancy, RIP, from the books to the games and even that Alec Baldwin movie. I've tried multiplayer games before like Titanfall and Destiny, but they did not tickle my fancy. Third-person shooters are my jam and the settings set. And the setting should have fun and interesting story threads that will keep my attention. My PSN name is Timothy underscore Callahan. It's T-I-M-O-T-H-Y underscore C-A-L-L-A-H-N. Thank you, Timothy Callahan. P.S. I love you, XOXO.
1: It's forums plural. Forum 404. Kind of funny. And that's
0: a good 404. Kind of slash forums. Go there. Post. To be one of the PS I Love You best friends. Just like Timothy underscore Callahan did. Everybody who wants to play Division with it, hit up Timothy underscore Callahan. Colin. Yes. What is this week's forgotten PS
1: game? Uh, I want to talk about a Vita game. and This is a weird one because it's it's a game you can play on a lot of platforms. But I want to give a shout out to Plants vs. Zombies, which I feel like was like one of the first major time sinks ever on Vita for me. Okay. This was around the time. It was not a launch game, but it was around the time when Unit 13 came out. Uh, so this was like a 2012, uh, Q1 2012 game. Um, platinum Trophy. Um, which was awesome though. It was Did like, so, I remember, no, uh, I, I got almost every trophy except for you have to like harvest the plants and all that kind. Of, it's like, takes, you have to like get the coins and buy shit. It takes fucking forever. Mm-mm. Um, I don't have time for that. Nobody
0: got time for that except Andrew Goldform.
1: Uh, but Plants vs. Zombies on Vita is awesome. And I'm not sure, how, it was really expensive when it came out. It was like 40 bucks, I think. But I, 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 really, yeah, like, or 35 bucks or something. Wow. It was really expensive. I mean, but I, remember, totally, I remember getting it. I loved it. It was great. Well, we got the codes for it. we didn't know, like, sure. Since um, we're
0: on a golden parachute, we don't care. Uh, it's not a golden parachute. I'm just using my golden parachute every time I get a free game. Isn't that Uh, what it means?
1: No. Uh, So when the Enron guys use their golden parachutes, they didn't get PSN codes? I want a golden parachute out of this company. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, so I think that it probably can't be that expensive anymore. I don't know, though. You should look before you buy it, obviously. Uh, But I think it's a really capable or competent, I should say, port of that game. I think Sony Online Entertainment actually ported it, did the porting. I don't think PopCap did it. Sounds right. and I liked it a lot. You can use touch screen. You can use the, 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 the face buttons. But... Uh, and the D-pad or the analog sticks. It's just... it's. I love Plants vs. Zombies. I think that's yeah, a really can. fantastic game. And I think they really fucked the second one up. So, um, that first one, though, <laughs> That is was one with all r- the microtransactions? God, man. Yeah, it pissed me off so bad. I was like, just let me fucking pay for it. Because if you nickel and dime like that, I'm not going to give you anything. And you didn't? No.
0: X didn't give it to him either? No. Good pick.
1: Time... For my
0: pick of the PSN's worst name of the week, you go to kind of slash forums. Go to the PS. I love UXO board and post your bad name. No more of this bullshit. That you saw this guy in rocket league who had a name that said tubes tied. I want your name. This one comes from a name that I'll read soon and you'll know who it is. Greetings and salutations. I think my story has to be one of the most awkward worst PSN name stories of the week. I went into work one morning and was supposed to be in a normal day. I was sitting at my desk when people, when the people around me started talking games, as we usually do. Our boss came walking down the hall and overheard the conversation, and as it turns out, he was into gaming too. This caught us a little off guard uh, because he did not strike any of us as the kind of middle-aged man who would play video games. So we talked, and then he left. And then the workday ended. I went home and got on my PS4 with a couple of other buddies from work to play some Rainbow Six Siege. As the party was forming, someone I didn't recognize joined up. I asked, who's the new guy? And my buddy told me it was our boss. My boss plugged in his mic and simply asked, dot, 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 dot. dot, Who is Dumpster Orphan? I am. I am Dumpster Orphan. (laughs) Needless to say, this caused the next few months of my job there to seem somewhat awkward, and my boss never really looked at me the same after. Please, shoe, let me change my name. For the love of God, please. Thanks so much for everything you guys do. Much love and support. Dumpster Orphan. Don't change that name. That's a good one. Uh, PS I love you PPS as I left on my last day my boss did fist bump me and say later dumpster orphan nice <laughs> so I guess that's
1: cool dot 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 question mark later, that's really cool yeah it's a good story don't change dumpster yeah. orphan dumpster be proud. Really embrace the dumpster orphan
0: Yeah, that's not, it's not even that embarrassing
1: if more people embrace orphans there wouldn't be this many
0: dumpster orphans a great point what's wrong with you America solve the dumpster orphan problem we have <laughs> Brewing in the streets. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been PSI Love You XOXO episode 26. Thank you so much for your support. Remember, PSI Love You XOXO is a product of kind of funny.com. So go to kind of funny.com, watch all the videos, subscribe to all the YouTube channels, rate all the podcasts, tell your friends about us, even if you only have a few friends and they're all dumpster orphans. Just tell them about it. And they'll come to the kind of funny and they'll say that's cool. I'll remember. At the end of this video, I'll have an annotation to a, a video that is announcing a Vita game that's coming from the, the guys who already announced the PlayStation 4 game. And you'll be excited about that. Remember, we post every Tuesday at 9 a.m. And we love you very much. And I'm sure I don't have to remind you that every episode of PS I Love You XOXO ends in a song, in a segment we call singing a shoe. Hey, remember, are you a musician? <laughs> <laughs> Remember this question. Are you having a fucking stroke? I am. I'm having fun today. (laughs) This is a good show. If you are, go to kindoffunny.com slash PSM, where you can submit your music to end every episode of PS. I love you. XOXO. I'll need an MP3 link I can download. I'll need a YouTube thing. Because what I do on YouTube is I annotate out to your music video. And on the MP3, I play your song. And everybody goes and buys your stuff. And you get super rich. And nobody can fucking believe it. Today's song comes from Eco the Rain Man. A friend of us. I K O. I I say eco. Is that how you pronounce it? Presumably. All right. Hello, kind of funny crew. It is I, your graceful rap detective in the virtual flesh. Eco the Rain Man, your friendly nerdy neighborhood rapper. It's been a long time since I've sent you any music. R.I.P. Ryan's wrap up, and I wanted to share with you some new music from my new album Tales from the Attic. This song I sent you here is called Run Berry Run, and it's, it is themed after CW's The Flash TV show. Of course, this is when I stopped reading the post and just downloaded the song. was like you win. <laughs> I'm absolutely in love with the show and decided to write an inspirational song about achieving your goals and chasing towards success, believing in the impossible. Even the world tells you you can't do it. If you guys like the song, tweet at me and the producers of the show. I want to be on an episode. You're not going to be on the episode, but oh, if, if they like the song, tweet at the producers of that show, not our show. I was like, Nick's not going to put you on this show. Sure, everybody. Tweet at uh, Greg Berlanti. Try to get Eco the Rain Man on an episode of The Flash. Uh, my album, Tales from the Attic, is now available wherever you purchase your music. You can pick it up on iTunes, Amazon, or stream it on Apple Music or Spotify. Follow me on Twitter at Eco the Rain Man. And subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash OP5TV. That is how you promote yourself and your song. So many kids just sign off. Here's the link to download it. Like that, I can't send anybody to buy your music there. But Eco the Rain Man, I can send them to buy your music. Tales from the Attic. This is Run, Run. And until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. I guess I wasn't
1: fast enough.
2: To understand what I'm about to tell you, you need to do something first. first. You need to believe in the impossible. Can you do that? Can you do that? I go the ring, man. Operation 5AM. I always thought it wasn't fast enough I used to be not so tough When I run I could feel the rush When I run I could feel her touch get with me When you chase success you move quickly, move swiftly Remember, when you didn't believe Now everybody in the world can see what happens When what you wanna accept defeat Run, till so this blood on your feet R- Rid of these bad guys right off of the streets Every new week is a villain to sweep Gone in the flash, back in the peep I picked him up in my pad, ha! G- gave him the arms that I had Ah gave him the strength and the struggle, the pain and the tears and the rain and the rubble Katana I kept in the back in the attic, the glory, the Shame to the wrath of my habits, and now I've been thinking. thinking Running these lights and up and like they're blinking. blinking. I made up my mind when I was thinking. A man without pride is a man who will never live to his prime. prime, prime run, run, Barry. There's some things you cannot, you cannot run. Some things always manage to catch up to you. Catch up to you. you can do this now run very run, 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 run. run to your run. own breath run to there's nothing left to run to these tests will take you break you live in that life where we break through never will limit myself to the limit artists who live and don't die by the gimmick strong enough to be superman sit around and did nothing i live my life in assumptions what did that get me nothing i was tired of being this ben riley clone nobody i was meant to be somebody i picked up my phone from the lobby i'm on top of the clouds watching the world they're calling me call me and the Matrix, the process What success without conquest? I haven't lost yet The scripts I read you i found in my closet I rose from the basement I'm up in the attic I killed these imps. I didn't need any practice So am I Spider-Man or his cousin? Ba- Batman or am I Alfred? R- Ricky Bobby or a spectator? A- Anakin or my dog fader? I'm a marksman Running around Star City's rooftops You can get your ass shot With an arrow If you think this ambition will stop Go ahead and just run, Barry Run,
0: Barry I don't think I've been instructed I think he chose
2: you all of us, we have forgotten what miracles look like. Maybe because they haven't made much of an appearance lately. Our lives have become ordinary, but there is someone out there who is